Kyle has some affinity for this Pokemon. You want to share your love for Galarian Stunfisk real quick? I walked one 345 kilometers for XL Candy. There so you have it, folks. That's true love. I, I like it a lot. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. You know what's better than one hundo? Two hundo. Hisui and Pokemon are here, so it's time to be brave. Ieri. An adventure a day keeps the incense in play. Gather your favorite goons to zigzag your way through this month's community day. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 200. Woo! Woo! Yay! (laughs) Yahoo! It's July 26th, yet another Tuesday evening. We're going back to basics for episode 200, recording on a Tuesday evening. Could you believe it? I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good for now. You sound a little tired still. Why would that be the case? I mean, I am. <laughs> That's oh, all. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I sound tired because I am tired. All signs point to yes. <laughs> all right. Kyle and I got back last night from GoFest Seattle. We were there for several, several days, and we walked probably more than we'd like to admit out loud. Actually, we're very proud of how much we walked. It was an incredible weekend. We did share that little recap prior to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed our very, very tired takes <laughs> uh, of our GoFest experience. And we will touch on it a little bit here. Uh, but before we get started, it's been about a week and a half, and it's been a, a really wild week and a half. So shout out to five patrons. Shout out to Paul Bradley, PJTRJT, who is resubbing. Thank you very much. Steven. And Gaytan, thank you very much for your patronage. We're looking forward to getting to know or re-getting to know y'all in the patron discord. More about patronage at the end of the show. No worries about that now. All right, Mr. Kyle, we set some goals. We had set some goals for Community Day, Starly Community Day. Yep. And then we had set some goals separately for GoFest in Discord. So let's go through the Starly Community Day uh, goals first. You wanted okay. to catch at least six shinies. I did. I got 10. Ooh, excellent work. And then 500,000 experience. Uh, I'm going to say yes, but it's been so long that who even knows at this point? I know you did because you were like, I got like a million and a half because it was, you know, the XP bonus. So so you did that. I know okay. for sure. Okay. For myself, I wanted to catch 30 shinies. I got like 40 some odd ones and then 2 million experience. I got like 2.5. So we're we're good. That was a two out of two for us both on our regular weekly goals. But let's pop out the uh, the more spicy goals for our GoFest experience. Kyle, do you want to go first? This is going to be sort of self-guided. Okay, sure. We had no idea what our GoFest experience was going to be like until it basically started. So, like, the day of, we're like, quick, make goals, post them in Discord. We were supposed to record something before everything happened. And let's just say our eyes were a lot bigger than our stomach in that instance. Were they? 
They they definitely were. <laughs> we were like, yeah, we'll go home and record something. It's midnight. I'm oh, going oh, to bed. As far as recording, oh, I thought you meant the goals. And I was like, well, no. I mean, the goals, well, one and then not the other. But okay. so my first goal was I wanted to get 25 shinies per day of playing. And we played all three days because we had media access through Niantic, but we also worked. So we didn't actually get to play the full days. I did not do that. I was close. I was real close. I got 64. So that's a failure. The other one was 5 million experience. And I absolutely destroyed that. Yeah, you did. You absolutely did. I got... Seven million over the course of the weekend, and holy cow, another six hundred thousand today because of spotlight hour. So I'm like three and a half million away from level up, which is crazy. You finished all the tasks for that, right? It's just experience. No, because I'm an exceptionally lazy human being, and I still have to take a snapshot of a Pokemon seven days in a row. Oh my gosh! I I was at six, and I I dropped the ball one day at Go Fest because I I got too busy. Okay. All right, it's time to reset that timer that you had set before for the other one. No, no, I'm just going to suffer through this one for now. <laughs> okay, until you fail at six three times like I've had it, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, I think that shiny goal was pretty reasonable, especially from the first experience, the first day we had. Uh, it was pretty promising. So, yeah, that was kind of around the ballpark. It was just those two for you, right? Yep, that, that was all I said. I, I, it was worth noting I did hatch 230 eggs over the course of that weekend. So that's I've never been more proud of Kyle in my life. It was a lot of incubators. I think that's <laughs> more eggs than you've ever hatched in any period of time ever. Like we track our fitness challenges in the Discord per quarter. I don't think you've ever hatched that many eggs at any point in time. No, absolutely not. That is definitely the most eggs I've ever hatched in one week. <laughs> Excellent. A round of a silent applause for Mr. Kyle on his egg hatching prowess. So are you at the platinum egg medal? You have been for a yeah, while. Yeah, right? I, I am. I think I'm at like four or 5,000 eggs hashed and platinum is 3,000, right? Excellent. Yes. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not that crazy. I'm 3,700 and platinum is 25. So still. Yeah, I thought it was a much lower than that. So it's 2,500. Okay, good. Good for you. Awesome. Good deal. So for myself, I was a little bit more creative with my goals because I wanted to make it a little bit more special. So I set a particular specified goal for each day and then two overall goals. For day one, I wanted to hatch 100 eggs. And I did that just because Kyle also shared his total. This adventure sink this Monday said that I hatched 354 eggs. (laughs) Oh my it's god! Also more eggs than I've ever hatched in like a quarter. I'm I'm very happy about it. Uh, and we walked a whole lot. Didn't we do the math? We did like you know fifty some odd miles yeah, or something. Yeah, like we that. did like fifty miles. Yeah. So it was it was, it was a quite week. a bit, quite a bit of walking. Yeah, our our dogs are barking. That's for sure. But as far as the rest of the goals go, for day two, I wanted to catch twenty shinies. I was not nearly as. Uh, I guess, optimistic or intrepid as Kyle. I did manage to do that. My total shiny count for the entire weekend was, I believe, 61, something like that. It was close to Kyle, but Kyle did outpace me, as is tradition. (laughs) For day three, I wanted to do 30 raids, and it's a good thing I waited until day three to do that, because on day three, we managed to finish our global challenge for GoFest Seattle, which made raid experience times two. 
We also had the raid tour experience uh, medals active. So we had 1.5 times experience and then double. So with the lucky egg, we were doing legendary raids. It was 60K a pop. Kyle and I were dancing in the street every single time we finished a raid. It was, oh, it was a great. good, good time. Yeah. And then I had two overall goals. One was my platinum rocket grunt medal so I can stop doing them all the time. I did. I finally finished it. I pulled Kyle aside. I'm like, look at this. He's like, oh, wow, that's that's actually crazy. <laughs> it's 2000 rocket grunts beat. That's a lot of work. It sure is, because I didn't do a lot of them along the way. So I had to really focus on it the last 500. Uh, and so now I'm finally finished with that. I'm two platinum medals away from level 49. So I'm I, working on that these next few weeks of goals and stuff like that. I have 638 rocket grunts done. You got to get going, man. Better get cracking on that. I would rather die. There's no way I will do 2000. <laughs> that can be arranged. Wait till Giovanni comes back around. He might take you up on that offer. <laughs> I have 186 <laughs> shadow Pokemon purified. Very nice. I think I've got like 400 now or 350, something like that. I've been working on it along the way. I've been saving them. Um, but my last overall goal was 6 million experience, and I did manage to do that. I'm only about 20 million experience away from the total experience that I need for level 50. So I'm, I'm getting pretty close. And there are a few events coming up that will make that maybe a little bit easier, which is great. So there's that success all around for all of us. Kyle didn't get as many shinies as he wanted to, but I would say 64 shinies in and of itself is a victory, Kyle. I was certainly not disappointed. I no. didn't reach my goal, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> so uh, while we're talking about shinies and and catches, I know we talked about it in our recap, but not everybody listens to things on our feed that aren't just major episodes. So really quick, Kyle, top shiny or catch of the weekend. I caught three shiny a mask and and that's definitely the highlight of my weekend. I was super happy for the first one. It was what I really wanted to get once I knew it was spawning. Yeah. And the other two were just gravy. Awesome. Good deal. Uh, I highlighted i think during the recording the lucky trade that i ended up doing uh with zoe which is really great turned to a hundo klefki pokedex it was fantastic but if i'm talking about just catches or shinies that i caught myself it was a, a hundo dialga uh, very excited about that so not shiny unfortunately but regular and i'll take that that's fine with me <laughs> but we had an incredible time we met a lot of people we met a lot of listeners for the first time so if you were there in Seattle and we got a chance to meet with you in cross paths, thank you so much. You were all wonderful. We loved interacting with you. You were all so gracious and kind. And uh, wow, I, I mean, Kyle, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm going to speak for you. And that we just it was a dream come true for us. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It There's was just no other way of putting it. Absolutely. But there is one way of putting something and it's we're moving on to news now. Yo, what up? It's the news. We've got quite a bit of news here. And yes, I want to address something. It is episode 200. So we will have lots of fun things kind of at the back end of this episode. But it's still an episode, y'all. We got lots of stuff to talk about. So <laughs> right at the top, GoFest Seattle recap post, the blog post that Niantic put out. I mean, it was a lot of, you know, we did this, we did that. Here's some summary of the general event. But you already know that stuff. So here's the fun statistics that they shared on that. Trainers caught over 17 million Pokemon. Trainers collectively explored over 618,000 kilometers. 
And using campfire, trainers lit over 57,000 total flares to signal to nearby players where to find oh, some fun. Kyle okay. and I are responsible for at least 100 of those flares. Yeah, probably probably more, maybe. But Yeah, yeah, ish. Uh, we had a good time with our raid tours, and there was lots of flares happening with that. It was actually very helpful um, trying to navigate to and from some gyms during that time with a group of people that weren't all in the same sort of area. You know, it, it was mm-hmm. it was nice. And, you know, normally this is where we would put in our feedback on GoFest Seattle, but we already did that. Yeah. <laughs> to save some time on this episode. So we're going to move right along. The first event that we're going to talk about here is Step Back in Time with the Hisuian Discoveries event. So this is the event where it we actually did an ultra unlock thing. We, we unlocked some more stuff. This is very similar to like Adventure Week, how that was made better. This was made better by the completion of our ultra unlock challenge for GoFest Seattle as well. Trainers, seek out all Pokemon. We can't explain it, but somehow more Pokemon originally discovered in the Hisui region are set to debut in Pokemon Go. And even more surprises may be in store. Perhaps working together during Pokemon Go Fest Seattle is the key to unlocking something? Update. Trainers, your fighting spirit has rippled through time and space. Through your determination and grit, you've awakened Ultra Unlock bonuses. Tons of treats and a Pokemon debut await during Ultra Unlock Hisuian Discoveries and Ultra Unlock Hisuian Discoveries Raid Day. So this is, a, we, we did it. We made the event bigger, better, more beautiful than it already was. And trust me, it was already pretty compelling, uh, I'd have to say. So this is exciting. When is this event beginning? It's beginning tomorrow, Wednesday, July 27th at 10 a.m. to Tuesday, August 2nd at 8 p.m. local time. Debuts include, just for this initial part, not the ultra stuff, Hisuian Growlithe, Hisuian Quillfish, and Hisuian Sneasel. Ultra Unlock Hisuian Discoveries Raid Day Event Bonus. On Sunday, July 31st, that's this Sunday, at 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time, there's going to be the following bonuses. Increased chance to receive Rare Candy XL from in-person raid battles. Receive up to five free raid passes from spinning gym photo discs during the event and up to two hours afterward. 50% more experience for winning raid battles. And Hisuian Braviary makes its Pokemon Go debut in raids. And now here's the cool part. The shiny is available. Now, I mean, shiny Rufflet is out, so maybe that might not seem like a big deal. But it is in this case because it means that you won't have to evolve one in order to get it. You could just catch one, which is really quite cool. Big fan of that. If you don't know what Hisuian Braviary looks like, it, it's pretty sick looking. If you like regular Braviary, you'll probably dig Hisuian Braviary as well. Ultra unlock bonuses for the overall event. So not just that Sunday, but for the entire event. Friendship levels will increase faster than normal through opening gifts, trading Pokemon, or battling together in raids, gyms, or trainer battles. During the event, trainers can open up to 45 gifts and send up to 150 gifts each day. That's a ridiculous amount, Kyle, is it not? Yeah, that's a lot of work. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a lot of Seattle gifts to send out. Not that many, but but enough. <laughs> trainers can store up to 30 gifts until the end of the event. Unknown S will be appearing in raids and Panpour will appear globally in raids and in the wild. Panpour's Shiny, by the way, was released at GoFest Seattle, so that's kind of exciting for everybody. The encounters in the wild throughout this event will be Zubat, Ponyta, Onyx, Hisuian Voltorb, Tangela, Eevee, Porygon, Apom, Hisuian Quillfish, 
Wurmple, Krakatot, Weasel, Drifloon, Bronzor, Croagunk, and if you're lucky, you may encounter Electabuzz, Magmar, Octillery, or Gibble. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's actually not a, that's really not a bad pool. There's some good shinies in there. It's nice to see Wurmple back. Everybody loves Wurmple. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also been a, a little shakeup to raids. In tier one, you'll see Sneasel. It, in the article, it doesn't say it's Hisuian Sneasel. It's just regular Sneasel. A little weird there. Roselia, Shinx, and Unknown S, as previously mentioned. In tier three, you can catch Chansey, Togetic, Curlia, and Whizcash. And in tier five, it's going to be Dialga, which we already knew, which is a great raid Pokemon. If you haven't caught one yet uh, or you're looking for a good reason to raid it, Kyle, please help us out. How good is Dialga? Uh, I mean, in, in Master League, it's it's top tier. In PvE, it's good. It has some really good niches where it deals dragon-type damage, but it doesn't take super effective damage from dragon because it's steel. So it has uses, but its DPS is not the highest. Yeah. Yep. So it has places in at least two parts of the game for sure. So it is absolutely worth going to go do. Now, eggs. This is the part that I'm really excited about. It's a seven-kilometer shakeup. Hisuian Growlithe, Hisuian Voltorb, Hisuian Quiltfish, and Hisuian Sneasel will all be hatching for seven kilometer eggs. Kyle, I'm noticing a distinct lack of filler. Do you think there's going to be someone they haven't mentioned it? Or do you truly think this pool will be comprised of four brand new Pokemon? Well, I guess Voltorb doesn't count, but you know what I mean. Well, fun part is we don't have to assume because it's already the 27th in New Zealand. So we already have seen the eggs, actually, and it's just these four. That's fantastic. So, so are you actually I mean, going to hatch these? I mean, I am going to hatch these, but it's not a good. It's not that great. <laughs> like three Pokemon that can't be shiny, four Pokemon that can't be shiny. Three of them are new, which is cool. But after like two hatches, you have the evolution, and then you're like, "Why am I still hatching these?" <laughs> I suppose so. But for somebody like me that just likes to hatch eggs, it's nice that I'm not just like incubating eggs that are kind of. You know, not a great pool. And seven kilometers are fantastic because you can purposefully target them. Yes, agreed. You know? Yeah. That said, these are supposedly all on the same tier of rarity. That does not mean they're all the same chance to hatch. Mm-hmm. So enjoy hatching, you know, 50% Hisuian Voltorb. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you think would be the rare one if there is? Uh, Sneasel. Really? I was going to say Quillfish. No, nah, because Quillfish is spawning in the wild. Oh, that's true. That's so a good call out. Quillfish will be second rarest. Well, second most common. And then I think Sneezer will be the rarest. Speaking of Quillfish, by the way, Kyle, you found out the uh, evolution into uh, Overquill, it, what its circumstances that you need to qualify. What is it? Yeah, you have to win 10 raids, not just battle, but win. While it's your buddy, right? While it's your buddy. That's yeah, that's just how the circumstances work. So mm-hmm. that's okay. It's probably a bummer to some people, but it just kind of means play the game. So yeah, it, it works it out. Yeah. Pop it in your buddy slot and then just play the game and eventually it'll be do your free raids thing. and it takes ten days. Yes, exactly. Or if you do the raid day and you've caught one, that'll be an extra five free passes and you can knock out a big chunk of that as a free to play player as well. Yep. There's also field research encounters for this entire event that'll be a little bit different. Uh, so you can expect to see 
Clefairy, Paris, Psyduck, Magnemite, Cyndaquil, my boy, Sneasel, Remoraid, Mantine, Shinx, Burmy, and all three of its cloaks, Plant, Sand, and Trash, Oshawott, Petalil, and Rowlet. It's an okay assortment. They're more like, hey, these were fun Pokemon from Legends Arceus, and isn't that cool? You know, the Burmies are, are probably the highest value in here, I'd say. Uh, what do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, a lot of them can be shiny. I think the only thing that's campy are is Rowlet and Petalil. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. And that's kind of about it. <laughs> yeah, that looks that looks correct to me, too. Paris um, is technically increased Stardust catch. Yep. I think that applies for research encounters as well. It does. It's any catch instance. So that's good. Yep. Yeah. So th- that's kind of exciting in and of itself. It's just ni- nice to see them bring all three Burmies out. It's a that's a cool thing because people love to chase those shinies for whatever reason. Uh, myself included, I could not explain myself away <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, there's also going to be some collection challenges. Ooh. They just said that that was going to happen. Of course, you know me. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the Hisui Cup will be uh, available. Pokemon must be at or below 1500 CP to enter. Only Pokemon first discovered in the Hisui region or Pokemon with a Pokedex number from 387 to 493 will be allowed. That's the Sinnoh Pokedex. So not just Hisuian forms, but anything that is in the original region that that is based off of. At first pass, I'm like, so five Pokemon? <laughs> but it's not. It's It's the whole region. And then lastly, of course, avatar items and stickers. Avatar items inspired by the Pokemon Legends Arceus main characters outfits will be available again in the in-game shop. We've seen them before. A Hisui-inspired adventure isn't complete without a wardrobe upgrade. And as we've come to expect from stickers, it's the same old song and dance. Spin stops, open gifts, buy them in the shop. That sort of stuff. All right, that's the Hisuian Discoveries event. Mr. Kyle, are you excited for this event? And if so, why? And if not, please tell me also why. I'm excited for only one thing here, and it's the friendship level bonus. <laughs> really? I thought I'd never hear you say that. I, I, I don't really care about a whole lot of this. Like, I love the Hisuian forms. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Overquill is awesome, and Sneasler is, is pretty good. I don't care for Hisuian Arcanine, but whatever. You're in the minority there, but that's okay. I know. Oh, no, Growlithe is great. Arcanine is meh, but it's okay. All right. All right. Where are the starters? <laughs> yeah, where I want the they? starters. I don't care about these personally. Yeah, I want those evolutions. I wonder when we will see that, if not now. That's very strange, but... Um, I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to Braviary Raid Day. I love Braviary as a Pokemon, and the fact that I get a chance to raid it and go for the shiny, it's going to be fantastic. And because Kyle is going to be working that day, yeah, I have to do double duty for us so I can bring him a nice shiny bird sometime. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't start work until two, I think, so I might be able to play. But I'm not going to be able to like dedicate set stuff up and make sure I'm hitting as many raids as possible. So I'm a little disappointed in that with such short notice. But it is what it is. I'm going to try to put my nose to the grindstone and, and get a whole bunch uh, knocked out. So hopefully, Kyle, if you have less than optimal success, we can fill that gap for you. <laughs> All right. Next piece of news. Daily Adventure Incense is here. Trainers. 
we're excited to announce that a new incense is coming to Pokemon Go, Daily Adventure Incense. Activate Daily Adventure Incense and begin to explore. You may encounter Pokemon not frequently seen in the wild. Also, trainers around the world will be able to enjoy Daily Adventure Incense even if they live in rural areas. Daily Adventure Incense will continue to roll out to players over the next week. We can't wait to see what trainers all around the world will discover during their Daily Adventure Incense expeditions. Now, I didn't include the entire post in our notes because Kyle and I have actually had a chance to, to mess with this hands-on. Um, so here's kind of the, the short version of it. It runs for 15 minutes. It's increased effectiveness when you move. At the end of the time period, uh, it'll give you a nice little recap of what you caught. And for some people, not for me, I don't know why, but for some folks, it's working. It tells you how far you went as well during that time. And you have the opportunity to share it on social media, which is really cool. Just go straight to Twitter or wherever you want to uh, share it. It looks quite nice. Um, in addition to that, just there's an icon on the Pokemon there spawned from that specific incense. And instead of the pink incense color that we're used to, it's blue. Yeah, yeah, it's blue. So Kyle, thoughts, feelings well, like I would love to hear what you think that like what purpose does this serve in the general scheme of the game? So I have uh, a couple of thoughts, but first off, I haven't used it yet. So that's pretty funny. One, we were going to the airport when it launched and I'm like, nah, I'm going to do it later. And then we got home at midnight. It's like, okay, well, and then today was my recovery day and I'm like, I'm not leaving the house. So no walk for me. (laughs) But the rest of the week, I swear, we'll get to that in goals. I think it's really cool. Like it's something that gets people to go out. It gives you an excuse or a reason or another motivator to go out and explore. It's it's one of those things that Niantic really tries to drive home. And I think it's something that at its core is a great idea. Maybe it needs some fine tuning here or there, but otherwise it's just overall positive. I would agree. And there's a little bit, we're kind of burying the lead here, but there have been confirmed reports of first of all legendaries can spawn mm-hmm. which is fantastic but not only that but the galarian forms of zapdos moltres and articuno have been reported and well documented in the wild actually our new friend yaya from couple of gaming managed to catch one of those articunos in the airport <laughs> well <laughs> uh, no, we the articuno ran away but they oh, oh, he, he, he managed to encounter it. he encountered but i have it, seen yes. confirmed cases caught in inventories of the birds yeah and the models look good they're so good and also i'm actually staring at confirmation right now that the lake trio can spawn from the daily adventure instance really yeah i'm assuming only the one from your region of course but okay still well let me let me share you what my experience was today yesterday (laughs) i did in the car so it didn't really count because i couldn't catch half the things we were moving far too fast on the highway but today I did my first like real adventure daily incense run and <laughs> I got 21 spawns, which is fantastic. That's good. But yeah. Seven of them were young goose. <laughs> <laughs> As to four, be expected. Like, I think four of those young goose were like in a row with like one nose past the mill or something. It was pretty funny. Nothing too <laughs> exciting for me outside of a sea waddle that I caught at the very end. But at the end of that walk, because I walked out from my house just down the street And then turned around when it ran out and came back. And I walked like up 1.75 miles where I normally would have walked like maybe a mile for my daily walk. 
So it worked for me. It absolutely did. And, and like Kyle kind of hinted at, I'm excited for the potential around goal setting around this mechanic. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Really kind of change things up a little bit. And in particular, I think that this serves the rural trainer very well. Which is not something we get to say very often, so it's it's worth celebrating, I think. I mean, I agree, and I think we're going to need more testing. The idea of legendaries being available, even if it were to just be the Lake Trio and the Galarian Birds is a really good carrot on a stick to keep people using it regularly mm-hmm. as long as the rate is acceptable, which, you know, we got to get there. Yeah, but you know, an acceptable rate for that would actually be pretty low still. Uh, but but you got to yeah. you got to remember there's a balance because there's going to be a lot of players who have your daily adventure incense experience and then go, well, that was a waste of my time. I'm never doing that again. Absolutely. But yeah, seeing all in. of the posts on social and you know Reddit, Twitter, all that stuff of the Galarian birds and stuff make people go, oh, maybe I should actually give it another try. Yeah. And like so as long as there's the chance and it's not insanely low, I think it's good. Yeah, but we've talked about this before though too is that that's not a typical experience, right? That's mm-hmm. an atypical experience to be plugged in and following Pogo on social media and things yep, like that. So, you know, uh, I think it still serves those really super casual players like, oh, I don't have any Pokeballs. There's no stops around me. Well, I know I can generate some exciting spawns and not just what would be normally spawning around here anyway with this thing. So hopefully that is compelling enough for them to try it a couple of times. And if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I just caught 21 Young Goose. Why would I do that ever again? Um, I feel you, but also give it another go. At the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. So that's very exciting. Moving along here because, boy, uh, we were pretty sure we weren't going to have a whole lot of news this week to cover. But we were very, very wrong. It's the August content update. It's early. It's not just a day before. We got to like half a week before, which is fantastic. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. All right. Events. Pokemon Go Fest Sapporo. We've talked about this. It's happening Friday, August 5th to Sunday, August 7th. And it's in the city and in Nakajima Park. So that'll be fun. There'll be a global challenge, all that good stuff, just like there have been for the other two Go Fests. And then, of course, the Go Fest 2022 finale, which is happening on August 27th of this upcoming month. So stay tuned for more details on that. They haven't shared any. But it is coming up, and that's really exciting, at least for me personally. Uh, I know I've heard a lot of really pretty wild theories about it. So it'll be neat to see what actually shakes out. But of course, there is going to be a community day in August. Trainers were excited to announce that Galarian Zigzagoon, the tiny raccoon Pokemon, will be featured during August community day, which will be Saturday, August 13th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. The featured attack is going to be Obstruct, which you can get by evolving Galarian Lanoon into Galarian Obstagoon. And in trainer battles, that's going to do 15 power and guaranteed to increase the user's defense and lower the opponent's defense. And in gyms and raids, it will have 20 power. I'm going to pause there right quick. Kyle, what have you heard about Obstruct? Are people excited about it or what? I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen anyone do any theory crafting on the math yet but i could have also just missed 
the posts that have been floating around. So I got nothing for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> what's what's your take? I'd love to hear your take. Uh, it sounds really cool because defense up and defense down is very strong and 15 power. So it's got to be super spammy. Mm-hmm. But Obstagoon already knows Night Slash and Night Slash is very spammy and it has the attack up. I think it's only one stage, not two. It's right? a chance, though, too. Yeah. And it's I think it's one stage. Yes. So it kind of already somewhat fills that role. But maybe with the double combination here, it might be better. Yeah, I think the defense up and lowering the opponent's defense with a Pokemon that already has a pretty decent level of attack um, and defense. Naturally, Obstagoon has got quite a bit of defense. Uh, will serve it well if it gets to ramp appropriately in PvP. But, of course, like usual, we'll leave that to the specialists. We're just kind of <laughs> Not uh, speculating here. <laughs> yeah. um, and, of course, Community Day Special Research Story Field Notes Galarian Zigzagoon. We know the deal here. Oh, uh, $1 or equivalent pricing tier in your local currency. Okay, I like Re quite a bit. It's, uh, Re is growing on me. But I, I could use better names for these research stories the the joke is over in my opinion yeah i mean if they're going to keep re which they obviously are going to at least until the end of season of go yeah make him evolve make him like try and learn human speech patterns and like make a really goofy name special research that like yeah doesn't make any sense but it's funny I'd hope so. Somebody sent in an email saying that it should just be Ziggy Stardust because Stardust is the uh, <laughs> is the bonus, which we're about to get here. Uh, so, yeah, bonuses. Three times catch Stardust, two times chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive XL candy from catching Pokemon. Two times candy for catching. Lure modules and incense activated during the event will last for three hours apiece. Take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. The surprise is coloring Instagram. One additional special trade can be made for a maximum of three for the day. And trades made during the event and up to five hours afterward will require 50% less Stardust. Pretty standard fare nowadays. It's kind of nice. Stardust is, of course, always one of those chase bonuses as well as XP. Um, So that is exciting for, I think, everybody. That's a universal exciting bonus. Bonuses for group, though. Work together with other trainers between 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time to unlock additional bonuses. If enough Pokemon are caught by trainers with help from a single lure module, uh, that'll go up from a three times Stardust bonus up to a four times Stardust bonus. That's going to be pretty rad. So uh, grab your, your best friends and do your thing. Speaking of bonuses we've seen before, bonus raid battles after Community Day. After the three-hour Community Day event ends, trainers will be able to challenge unique four-star raid battles. Claiming victory in one of these raid battles will cause more Galarian Zigzagoon to appear around the gym that hosted the raid for 30 minutes. Uh, so the four-star raid will be Galarian Lanoon, and it'll be a fantastic 300-meter raid uh, radius around the gym for 30 minutes, and the shiny chance is... Uh, increased to community day odds the rest of the bonuses don't hang around but that shiny chance does mm-hmm. so uh, this is what the third fourth community the, we've had with this third time they did dino they did starly and now they're doing they also had stuffle no stuffle didn't have the raids stuffle they just went three hours and they're like ha, ah, tough luck 
Oh, that's right. That is right. I keep forgetting that. Uh, but they did have the group bonuses. So uh, around during the event, not the yes. raid stuff. Yeah. So fourth time for group bonuses, third time for raid battles after the day. Yes. Awesome. Very cool. So we should all know how this works by now. Uh, and if you don't, it is kind of self self-explanatory. You see these four star raids, get a, some uh, get a friend or two and go take it on and you'll get some more zigzagoon. There will also be a timed research. I'm actually really excited for this one and not for the normal reasons. <laughs> timed research focused on Galarian Zigzagoon will be available from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. You will need to catch a total of 100 Galarian Zigzagoon to complete this timed research in full. As you progress through and complete the research tasks, you will receive the following. An Obstagoon hat, Obstagoon glasses, Obstagoon gloves, and the best... Obstagoon pose, which is like a yeah. b-boy stance. I yeah. love it. Yeah. These items will be available for purchase in the in-game shop after the event. So don't miss out when you can earn them for relatively free just by catching the zigzagoon. They look pretty rad. Kyle, I know you're not a big avatar item guy. How do you feel about these items though? I mean, I like them a lot. They're they're great. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just is just a great thing to do. I have nothing negative here to share. Yeah. I can't believe those words also just came out of your mouth. Nothing. Negative know, right. It's share. been a real positive week for me, huh? It has been. You're like a whole new person. Your skin looks better. You know, like goodness, your complexion is, is so much brighter. My, you're, you're Wait, glowing. You have an week, aura I'll be back at work for five days when oh. we record again. <laughs> I think your aura went from a dark purple to a slightly less dark purple. <laughs> <laughs> and then for stickers, again, same drill, uh, gifts, stops, buy them in the shop if you'd like. Uh, they've been pretty much knocking the stickers out for community days uh, out of the park. So I would expect these to be pretty good because Galarian Zigzagoon has a lot of personality for them mm-hmm, to use. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun. So that's the end of that. We have one more event, actually two more events that are on the horizon as well. This is my favorite event of all time. I know I said that about Adventure Week, but I mean, I love Adventure Week, but but come on. Bug out, creepy and crawly or cute and cuddly. Decide for yourself when this event featuring bug type Pokemon returns from Wednesday, August 10th to Tuesday, August 16th. Do not call me. Do not talk to me. Do not send me any emails. Don't do nothing. I will be MIA for six days straight catching bug Pokemon. I am, of course, joking, but I'm very much looking forward to what this will entail. I'm hoping we get some some fun new bug Pokemon. Any theories, Kyle? Um, I mean, we still need Vavillion. That's true. That's still a that's a really good bug type that they can. They we can also need Larvesta. Yeah, but they have to make. I don't, okay, bug out's a good time for them to bring out Larvesta, but but will they? <laughs> but will they? But will that, they? Larvesta is a hundred percent ten k egg exclusive when it comes out. I kind of agree, man. Yeah, Volcarona no is just so good, you know. Um, well, or Snom. No, we won't get Snom. Nah, no Snom. No Snom. Not for a while. Snom, Snom deserves its own event in the future, by the way. Yeah. 100%. What else are we? Uh, we could also else? potentially see a new Mega, like Mega Caesar or Mega Heracross. Yeah. I mean, nah, Caesar. It's got to be. Heracross has that whole issue with regions. regionality. Yeah. I mean, they did it with Kangaskhan. They didn't care, I guess. So that's true. Very true. 
Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. Uh, I mean, charge a bug. We're we're still waiting on that. That that's an option. Oh, charge a bug is an option. Oh, there's so many good options. Okay, anyway, I'm getting too excited for something we don't know any details about, but that'll be exciting. I'm sure we'll talk about it next episode. Hopefully, we'll know by then. And then, of course, the 2022 Pokemon World Championships event. The 2022 Pokemon World Championships will feature Pokemon Go for the very first time, and we're holding an in-game celebration from Thursday, August 18th to Tuesday, August 23rd. Keep an eye out for more details. So that's in the future. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. So that's the end of the events. Here are some other highlights for the entire month. New anti-cheat measures. New enforcement of our player guidelines in terms of service is coming to all Niantic games, including Pokemon Go. Uh, what this means basically is that a lot of the things that break terms of service that people have gotten away with for a long time, I mean, could potentially be clamped down on in some way. We don't know specifically what might be at more risk than it was before or not. But as always, our our stance is don't risk it. Um, but if you know some friends that might have been risking it in their <gasps> surprise that they got banned or whatever the case might be, <laughs> mm, it's not so surprising anymore, I suppose. They kind of did tell us, but that's all I there want, is to say about that. Yeah. I want to see the spoofer subreddits on fire. <laughs> Just everything going up in flames. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's go. I want to see the people that have the Walkstar medal of or, or the Walkstar raid achievement with 125 kilometers put in the day prior to yeah, something or that the people there. with like 80,000 kilometers walked or something. Yeah. Oh, like geez. come That's on. Nutty. Yeah. But all right, we've also got some new five-star raid bosses. And by new, I just mean they're rotating. <laughs> so from August 31st to from July 31st to August 10th, you'll see Palkia. Palkia is a good a good catch. Uh, from the 10th to the 18th of August, we'll see Genesect with the new drive we haven't seen before. And Kyle and I have essentially just sussed out that it's shock. That's all that's left. Uh, unless they decide to surprise us with a brand new drive that has never been part of Genesect. But I don't think that will happen. I mean, the, the wording is specifically new drive, right? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say because they could do like one of the other drives and let it be shiny. <laughs> but Oh, maybe. They, they did say new drive. Yeah, not, yeah. 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 So that'll be good. And then from the 18th to the 31st of August, that is for two weeks, we'll be seeing Zashian and Zamazenta. We haven't seen them in a while, so it's nice to see them back in the rotation. I know there isn't a lot of love, especially from my co-host for these two in raids. But they are cool Pokemon and people do love them. So that's but neat. But they're not shiny. They're not shiny. No, no, they're not. Signature moves. No alternative forms that would actually make them usable. Just the garbage form that you literally see for three seconds in the game and then never see ever again. You mean the the fall? Yeah, you know, gets- the one where they, they look like garbage. I think the the rugged sort of i've been beat up and i lost my weapons thing is kind of a neat look no they, they look so much better when they have the armor they i think they both look good both of those forms have something to offer man they do mm-hmm. all right well whatever i know i'm not alone i know you're not alone in that opinion either those were pretty th- th- those two sides were pretty much like oh my gosh i can't believe the box legendaries look like this you know so anyway zashi and zamazenta if nothing else, get candy in preparation for when 
Kyle's definition of a worthy form of these Pokemon do come around so that you can power them up effectively because they are legendaries after all. And in Mega Raids, from the 31st of July to August 10th, we'll see Mega Obama Snow. From the 10th to the 18th of August is three question marks. Not sure what that's going to be yet. But it does happen to coincide with Bug Out. Mm-hmm. So, Mega Caesar. Or Mega Heracross. But I think you're right. It's probably Mega Caesar. I mean, it also could be Mega Pinsir, but... but... It could also be Mega Pinsir. Ooh, oh. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. I'm going to lose my mind that week. That's going to be so fun. Oh, and then from the 18th to the 25th is mega slow bro, which is a good, it's a good option. If you want to get a lot of Mewtwo candy next time that they're uh, around and you don't want to mega your Latios or Latias, it's a good option. And then from the 25th to the 31st, mega Ampharos with that lovely, lovely hair is coming back to mega raid. <laughs> Next up is Raid Hours, which is every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m. local time. On the 3rd of August, these are all August. In the 3rd, it'll be Palkia. The 10th will be Genesect with the Mystery Drive. The 17th will be Genesect with the Mystery Drive. The 24th is Zashian. And the 31st is Zamazenta. So there's that. And let's skip ahead to these Spotlight Hours as well, because it's kind of the same sort of ballpark there. That's every Tuesday from 6 to 7 p.m. local time. On the 2nd of August, these are all August again. Is Suin Voltorb with two times catch Stardust. On the ninth is Nidoran Female with two times XP for catching. On the 16th is Joltik with two times catch candy. On the 23rd is Nidoran Male with two times candy for transferring. And on the 30th is Pedove with two times experience for evolving. Kyle's favorite spotlight hour bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So thoughts on the raid hours, spotlight hours, any of them you think you might actually go for in this case? No, I mean, I'm probably not going to do a whole lot of rating of the legendaries this month. Okay. I'm going to do all of the megas that are going on so I can have those actually entered in my decks now. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And I've already marked the Pidov spotlight hour in my phone, so I won't forget about it for evolving. Sweet. Anybody actually- who's sleeping on it, mark stuff from Community Today and just save it. I got 600,000 experience in that hour. Just sitting there. It was great while I was watching a movie. Yeah, especially the lower evolution ones, such as Pidove, like you were mentioning to me the other day. Mm-hmm. Or Starly, not Pidove. I'm, I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself. Same, same thing, though. So it's It is Pidove, I suppose, for right? the catch. 25? Wait. Is Pidove one of the 50 because it's only got the two stage? I don't remember now. Uh, it probably is. but Oh, that know. hurts me. That hurts me right there. <laughs> it's another Boyd, you know? Uh, but I'm actually looking forward to Nidoran Males Spotlight Hour because I need the XL candy for my 100% Nido King to get mm, that guy all okay, the way up. Okay. That'll be kind of nice for me. And of course, a Suey and Voltor for the Stardust will be will be good. Yep. Uh, so August research breakthrough. This Pokemon will be drum roll. Galarian Stunfisk. Yay! <laughs> Woo! That's actually really not that bad. It can yeah. be shiny. It's it's a, a an uncommon spawn. Kyle has some affinity for this Pokemon. You want to share your love for Galarian Stunfisk real quick? I walked one 345 kilometers for XL Candy. There so you have it, folks. That's true love. <laughs> I, I like it a lot. It's one of my favorite Pokemon to use in PvP, mm-hmm. both Great League and Ultra League. So, yep. 
It Big has fan. a lot of use in, in PvP, but unfortunately, you know, the research breakthrough uh, IV floors are very high, yeah. so not idyllic for PvP. So get a buddy to trade with uh, that you're not that great of friends with and swap your research breakthrough Pokemon. <laughs> It'll be kind of fun. And then this is this is really neat, but it's the last thing in the August overview. Language selection will be rolling out this month. The following languages you can set your game to. So English, French, German, Italian, Japanese, Korean, Portuguese. It's Brazilian Portuguese, Russian, Spanish, Thai, Turkish and traditional Chinese. And there's kind of a a little caveat side note that after you change the language, you will have to restart the app for it to take effect. It will not be instantaneous, but this is really cool. One of the things that I really wish that I had had was mobile games when I was going through high school and stuff like that, because I have talked to some younger trainers and some younger folks who play games like this and in order to help them sort of like pseudo study for the language that they're that they're doing in school, they'll change their app or their phone or mm-hmm. you know computer games to that language. And, and it helps practice while they're still having fun doing stuff. So if you're taking Spanish in high school or Spanish in middle school, set Pokemon Go to Spanish because you kind of already understand the verbiage. You'll you'll pick up on some stuff. Yeah. I mean, it it applies to the same thing as if you watch uh, shows in other languages. I know a lot of people with English as their second language who learned most of their English from watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a really cool feature. And uh, I hope that you all have some fun potentially uh, changing it to some other languages and and dabbling. It'll be pretty neat. But that's the end of the news section. Boy, that was a pretty thick, pretty thick front end to this show. My goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. It's lots lots of exciting stuff. You know, the Hisuian events and, and August overall is looking like it's going to shape up to be a pretty exciting month. But uh, that's the end of the news. And and. For the sake of the episode, because we have a lot of fun stuff for 200 at the end of the show, we're going to be skipping Gear Up and Pokalore this week uh, in favor of our rather full email section. It'll be great. So let's just go into the Pokepole, shall we? So last Pokepole question was, let's be honest, not every Pokemon debut or shiny release in Pokemon Go is going to be hype. How do you think Niantic should approach these debuts slash releases? First response is from Kelvin. They said, I know there's not much hype about it, but for Kecleon's release, I think they should just release it. Jirachi was released about three years ago, and that was the last Hoenn Pokemon excluding Kecleon. We have Gen 8 in Go, but haven't finished three yet. Make it make sense. (laughs) Please let us get the platinum badge. I'm dying over here. It's it would be such a gift if we got it because I need platinum medals <laughs> right just right now. You know, it's just Ugh. every time I look through and I'm like, oh, what can I like work on towards my badge progress? It's like, oh, that one's pretty close. Cool. Oh wait, no, that's the Hoenn. That's the Hoenn <laughs> Pokedex. Never mind. <laughs> All right, that's the Kecleon one. Yeah, or or on the same note, Manaphy and Fion for yeah. Sinnoh. Yeah. I go through and I see that one. I'm like missing two. Like, oh, what am I missing? All oh, right. <laughs> hey, you know what this has me thinking of now? It'd be so cool if you could pin medals. You know, yeah. if you could pick like three of them and pin them, and then maybe they could even show up in the overworld map so you could check progress as you're going along. That'd be cool. That's huh. a that's a good that's a good one. Yeah. I, I like that. Next one's from Marcelo Mortello. And they said, 
I would say release it at a spotlight hour and it will be shiny afterwards. You don't need boosted shiny rates if the Pokemon or the shiny are irrelevant. So if it's a Pokemon that spawns regularly anyways, that would be a good solution in my opinion. Uh, a release on a spotlight hour would be interesting too. It would be. Uh, I would I would hope that it would have a more compelling bonus than Norma though, just to kind of signify it a little bit more than just the shiny release. And maybe it would be like a special 90 minute or two hour spotlight hour plus some change, right? Um, yeah. But maybe yeah. I'm asking for too much and that defeats the purpose. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> if you don't want to put it in an event, I think a spotlight hour fits. But mm-hmm. I feel like they'd rather put it in an event and make it last longer as a feature, even if it's not an exciting Pokemon. Yeah, probably. Probably. Our next spot's from Mikey Midas. And they said, personally, I don't believe every community day has to be earth shattering and meta defining. I was perfectly content spending time catching Starly for a few hours because I love that Pokemon. Yes. Same goals for Weedle Community Day. Yes. But if Niantic anticipates that their pick will be underwhelming, then they should simply do two Community Days that month. We already had Magmar and Electabuzz in the same month, and now we have Community Day Classics to throw in. If Starly shared the spotlight with Pidgey, Pidove, Fletchling, or even Pick-A-Peck, do you think people would have been so disappointed? Yes. But No. Yeah, they definitely would have been. Three of those four shinies are already out. So somebody somewhere would have complained. I think no matter what happens, somebody somewhere will complain though, Kyle. Yes, this is true. But that wasn't, that was the question. I think the one downside of that is for the people who actually like the Pokemon for Mm -hmm. one reason or another, it has to share the spotlight and then they get less of that Pokemon. And so now they're disappointed, which is probably why Niantic, has tried to avoid it so far. That said, I think the idea of pairing it in a month with a, a classic is a good idea. I can't even remember what the Mudkip one was paired with, but I guess that kind of tells you everything you need to know. Was that Stuffle? Dino? No, it wasn't Dino. That was last month. Or was it before uh, Stuffle? Stuffle? Stuffle sounds right. I think it was either Stuffle or the month prior. Either way. Either way, we have more responses. Next one's from Tim Arap. They said, the duo community day events with Magmar and Electabuzz were creative and would keep community days exciting for some of the less hype options. Although I would combine them into a single event, how cool would a fire-themed Growlithe and Vulpix community day be? Or a trade-themed Care Blast and Shelmet day? There could even be some reappearances, for instance. This past community day could have featured Starly and Pidgey both of whom get gust after final evolution. And there are so many more potential cool pairs, Hariyama and Scraggy, Golding and Finian, Eevee and Charmander. Just kidding, Kyle. Okay, good. Cause I wouldn't be doing that last day. It'd be awful. I would love Eevee and Charmander. I have so many one. of those. No, the, the bonus would have to be so good. It would be so funny. <laughs> that said, this is a great idea for when community days start to feel too stale. I think. And, and we're definitely kind of reaching a, a point, but we still probably have like another year to go, maybe, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'd say, yeah, another year of the current formula, and then they really will need to change something because otherwise it's just – they're going to be out of stuff. They're going to be at Gen 9 by the time we, we get there. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the repeat community days and community day classics are really, really neat. But the the idea of pairing kind of propels this community day into sort of like a, a different sort of area. Yeah. Like, because they could they could sort of narratively pitch to Pokemon like a Survivor Zangoose community day would be yep. sick. I was a thinking Lunatone the same thing. Soul Rock community. Oh, yeah. OK, really? Go for yeah. it. I don't want to steal your thunder. Then. No, no, yeah. no. But I was thinking about it from Mikey's post before this. Magmar Electabuzz are opposites in the anime. Mm-hmm. Zangoose Survivor are opposites in the Pokedex and in the, you know, in the well, world. Actually, we were talking about this before. Scyther and Electabuzz are the opposites in the anime from that episode with the ketchup. Remember that? Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I don't, mem- uh, I don't remember why they actually paired those two together. So I, th- I mean, they both have Sinnoh evolutions. I guess that's that's something. But, yeah, I think that was actually it, or uh, that is the commonality at least. But there's there's a lot of natural pairings, and then there's a lot of pairing adjacents that you can do. Like mm-hmm. Growlithe Vulpix are not enemies or anything, but they are version exclusives in the games, and so that's a natural pairing as well. Yeah, Weedle Caterpie. I know we already had yeah. Weedle, but Caterpie never got the day. I like the idea of a dual community today. I, it has potential in the future. That's awesome. Next response comes in the form of an email from Starman. They said, hello. This is a weird question for me. Is honestly, I get hyped for every Pokemon that gets released, gets a community day, etc. To me, the idea that someone out there has their favorite Pokemon in the spotlight makes me happy. My biggest complaint is the laundry list of Pokemon that have not been released despite their generation being in the game for years. I'm still salty about Kecleon and Larvesta. Yeah. Sorry for the long Pokemon response. How fitting and topical is that response? We talked about both of those Pokemon. I know. It's it I I feel that. Make it just make it a community day. Just Kecleon community day. It's gonna be trash in Go anyways. So make a day of it. You know what we should potentially do with Pokalore in the future? This would be kind of fun if we did Pokalore for Pokemon that are not currently in in uh, an effort to get people hype. Like oh, Larvesta's okay. Pokalore yeah. would be sick. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a thought. Mm-hmm. Next response is from Jaden. They said, hi, Chris, Kyle, DeFi, and Fish. Hope you guys are having a great day. In regards to the Pokepole, I think the way Niantic had sprinkled shiny releases into events in the past, like Spinarak or Slugma, for example, is fine with me. They're not super overwhelmingly great shinies, so they don't deserve their own special community day, but it's something extra to hunt down during the event. New shinies always get me out and about. Now, this may be a hot take, but I really loved Global Go Fest. I had a great time with friends and totaled over 30 shinies. Woo. With all these in-person Go Fests happening around the world... Do you think it's possible we'll ever see a GoFest or Safari Zone in my neck of the woods, Australia? (laughs) Yeah, I get that it's a bit out of the way for many, but that's part of why we often get missed or forgotten about when it comes to events. I was just thrilled to see that there was a regional tournament in Perth, my closest city. So anyways, do you guys think we'll ever see an event like this? And if so, would you be excited? What sort of spawns do you think would be cool? Have a great time in Seattle. Shiny vibes all. And sorry for the long email, Jaden. Well, events in Australia. I mean, I'd love to go to Australia for an event. I would love to go to Australia for an event, too. Absolutely. And I know that all of our friends and fellow creators in APAC, specifically Australia, would love some events to happen there as well. Instead of always having to leave their continent in order yeah. to you know participate fully in the in-person events that being said i mean 
I know that Niantic has, you know, said publicly or whatever the case might be that they're interested in doing events in that space and in that continent in the past. So just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it won't happen. So I would say stay hopeful, stay hopeful. And if it does happen, of course we would be thrilled. Now that being said, Kyle, what spawns do you think would be cool? That's such an interesting question. Obviously no Kangaskhan because the last thing any Australian player wants to see is more Kangaskhan. <laughs> Whatever event it would be, they should have Sigilife as the regional spawning. Yeah. That'd, be, yeah. that'd be pretty great. It would be pretty cool. I would love to see sort of like a an event that's based off of local wildlife, of course, excluding Kangaskhan. But, you know, snake Pokemon, we have some Bulbasaur for the frogs and things like that. Actually, I think the, the cane toad's an invasive species over there, if I remember correctly. So maybe not that. <laughs> but different birds, different fish, you know, all that sort of stuff would be really interesting. Yeah, je- Jellicent and Frillish because there's, you know, jellyfish off of the, sh- the, the shoreline and things like that. We're really kind of pushing the limit of how much I know about Australia right now. <laughs> so I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> You went farther than I was willing to go, but I I respect the idea for sure. I would love it because if we were going to have our first big, big event in Australia, I would like, and I know I've been saying this in the beginning and Kyle, you've joined me in this since we talked about it the first time a long time ago, making it somewhat educational in some way about the place would Mm -hmm. be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And also one last thing to say, they would have to pick the right time of year because Australia's weather is, uh, can be can be pretty intense hit hit or miss yeah. hit or miss yeah <laughs> our last response is from greninja muffin they said hello chris and kyle i think there are a lot of ways niantic can approach this problem but i think the number one thing that will help in my view is for niantic to continue to make events that don't feature a shiny release as the thing maybe some exceptions for new legendary shinies It can be something like, oh, X Raid Boss is back. These cool spawns are here and X Shiny is here. I understand it's hard to continue to come up with new and exciting events, but I feel Niantic could be a little more creative by doing. And then we have potential lists. For the aforementioned event style, maybe give the legendary or some spawn slash new Shiny release the event a new, maybe non-legacy move that makes it relevant, at least in some way. We do see very few uh, new moves added to Pokemon throughout just like time, kind of, you know? Yeah, I feel like it happened more frequently in the past, but I think when they were like, yo, yikes, pump the brakes, we need to fix GBL, they haven't really put any effort or resources into that since. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I know that at GBL season, when they rework some moves, they've added new moves, mm-hmm. but I definitely think there's a, opportunity there because there's so many moves in pokemon and so few in go not like in go as a whole but like for each pokemon to learn oh yeah 100 back to the email uh, back to the email be more creative with community days here are some ideas more double days like magmar and electabuzz I'm noticing a trend mm-hmm. <laughs> one that jumped out at me was meditite and makahita yeah one all right yeah mega meditite and raids both shiny Maybe each get a cool new move. Hariyama could get Surf, Poison Jab, and Drain Punch if it learns it in ladder being maybe more viable as it is a bulkier fighting type than Beware. Whilst Meta type could get Energy Ball. 
specifically have a chance against Jellicent. Ooh, mm-hmm. Mad attack with energy ball. That's a interesting one. Get shadow ball, rock slide, poison jab, thunder, or fire punch. And even just nothing, as it's already really good in PvP. And it would be getting its mega. That's yeah. also fair. I, that's a good, good point. And then to top it off, Throw and Sock would be spawning in the wild and raids with maybe slightly worse shiny if in the wild, 1 in 50 or 1 in 75, as opposed to the normal 1 in 25. They too could even get a new cool move, like counter that they don't currently have. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice, especially for like Auto Rec and a bunch of other things. Branching off of that, themed days. Like maybe all the Route 1 birds for each generation or maybe three or so gens at a time could get a community day all at once. And then after community day, their former community day moves slash legacy moves, Gust for Star Raptor, but also for Pidgeot, could just be incorporated into their move pool whilst being replaced with their new legacy moves. It's a good, it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Another form of theme days could be mega theme. Let's say Gengar plus Scyther. Both are already really appealing. There's a shiny hunt for some, but if not, there are two really appealing megas that you could hunt with a legacy move being the cherry on top. Gengar gets Lick again for those who don't have it, and Caesar could get maybe Swords Dance. I think maybe uh, as a power-up punch clone. Ooh. Sorry for the incredibly long email. Regards, Greninja Muffin. I think Swords Dance being translated into a power-up punch clone for a Pokemon that would not get a power-up punch uh, you know, normally is a really smart idea. I'd love to see that on like a Scyther. Can you imagine doing that and then like popping an X scissor or something? Like if you were in a good spot and you ramped correctly, you could do some damage. That would be awesome. I wonder if you could balance it to make it a a plus two attack because that's, you know, sort of lower its damage even more and plus two attack because that's what Swords Dance is all for. It's for the hardcore ramp. Yeah, it is, but I mean, if it's going to do a little bit of damage instead of just status, it could lower your defense by one stage and increase your attack or something. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a trade-off. I know that kind of defeats the purpose of Swords Dance in a way, but... Well, you know, what about... You know what uh, yeah, I, I just... Uh, maybe I think using Power-Up Punch as a base would be a good idea, but I think there's yeah. a little bit something. Maybe plus one attack and then minus one defense for the opponent, but make it do the the 15 damage that we have for obstruct right now, something like that. Yeah. Agreed. That's it. Agreed. Noticing a theme. Got a lot of people who like the idea of, of dual community days. So yeah, very interesting. I I'm, I'm for it for sure. Absolutely. I agree. I, I'm all for it, please. And again, uh, I'm okay with move clones. If it appropriates a, a move that would not normally translate well, into Pokemon Go to give more Pokemon more functionality that they would normally not enjoy. Yeah. Like, I mean, Charm doesn't do damage in the main series games. And right. it's a, it hits like a truck and go. Sure so does. Exactly. No problems here. It's great. Well, pro- problems here, but but yes. Yeah, problems here if you're, you know, getting <laughs> hit by said Charm. <laughs> but anyways, for this week's PokePole, we have... How has your first week with Daily Adventure Incense been so far? Share a fun or in- share a fun story or interesting catch. So I haven't used it yet, so I'm going to have to take this as instruction for the rest of the week. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I, I have done it, and my interesting story was, boy, was there a lot of young goose out there. That being said, I mean, the actual cool thing is, is that I ended up walking a lot further than I had really intended, which is pretty, pretty good. So, yeah, I think that's great. I'm excited to hear what you have to say for goals and then what your experience is going to be like when you get to actually report on it next week, Kyle, because mm-hmm. I intend to do these every day as much as possible um, or as often as possible, rather. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be really promising and I'm excited to hear from other people like who saw the Galarian Zapdos and oh man, it ran or whatever the case might be. Like, it's just a neat experience because nobody expects the legendary, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you, dear listener, I know that wasn't a lot of answers from us here, but if you, dear listener, have an answer to this week's Pokepole question, which is how was your first week with Daily Adventure Incense and how has it been so far? Share a fun story or interesting catch. You can respond to that question when we share it on social media. It's really just Twitter at GoCastPodcast. You can also uh, respond to it if you're a patron of ours in the Discord. We have an entire channel dedicated to gathering Pokepole responses. And uh, you can also send us an email to mail at GoCastPodcast.com or send us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. And this week, actually, Fish was not feeling so well. He lost his voice, and uh, DFI was also a little bit busy, so we won't be having a PvP corner segment this week either. Interesting, this episode is going to be so long that we're missing about three of our regular segments, but we hope that Fish rests up soon and well, and uh, that the two of them will be back next week for a great episode of PvP Corner. So I guess we'll just go right into this next section, which we all know and love so well. Kyle, if you would. It's time for emails and a handful of voicemails. All right. So here's what we're going to do here. This is a pretty sizable email section. So I know a lot of you are waiting for a couple of things here. So let me just give you a quick little rundown. We've gotten our regular sort of content based emails about things in the game. Then we also have our uh, emails that are about episode 200 and voicemails that are about episode 200. And now I know you're asking, Chris, where's the outtake reel? You always do an outtake reel. We've only had one 100 episode in the past, but I've already set a precedent. People have asked about it. That will be at the very end of the show. So if you don't want to hear any of the 200 stuff, we're going to front load the regular content based emails and then we'll do the 200 voicemails and the 200 emails after that set our goals, and then after the uh, music ends at the end of the show, we'll put the the outtake reel that everybody loves. And I love. Kyle and I just went through these the other night, and uh, <laughs> I forgot how funny they were. <laughs> some of them are ridiculous. But without further ado, why don't we start with some of these emails? Kyle, you want to take it away? First emails from Mythic, and they said, Hi, Chris and Kyle. It's Mythic back again for another email. That might make you more jealous. I was listening to the podcast at 11 p.m. last night or at night. And I couldn't help but smile as you guys analyze my hundo luck. My phone's working, so I'm back at the grind. This morning, I was typing this email and I checked Pokemon Go. I clicked on a ghastly and set it down. I finished the beginning of the email and looked at the beautiful shiny ghastly on my screen. No <sighs> boosted shiny odds, not a research task, just pure shiny ghastly. After a while of watching YouTube, I got back to Pokemon Go and clicked on Illumise and saw the shiny sparkles. Back-to-back shinies without boosted shiny odds. Looks like my hundo luck went to shiny luck. 
I wanted to also tell you about my community day luck. Dino and Starly community days were not so much community day, but shiny day. I couldn't hang out with my best friend since he's in Tennessee. My other friend is sick with COVID-19. So I was with my family for Dino and on my bike for Starly. I got seven shiny Dino and 11 shiny Starly. Yo. I got a 98% for each and a good PvP shiny for both. Yo. I got my 98% Hydreigon to level 50. Nice. And it was my first level 50, so I was excited. Awesome. For some reason, my Hydreigon, a.k.a. Hobbit, I don't know why I named him that, was dominating Master League when it was there. Anyways, thanks for being the shiny ghastly to my night, and I will see you at Mega Gengar Raid on the 22nd. P.S. The long email was intended. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, nothing quite like back-to-back full-odd shinies. It's, no. It's, it's a good time for sure. Also, I still haven't gotten a full-odd shiny ghastly, so I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen one day. You really? Really? You haven't? Nope. I have not. That's wild to me. To hear I, you I, got, I have more than enough shiny ghastly, obviously. Oh, of course. Of I course. Got You're 40 something on community today. Yeah. Standing full room only. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Full odds hits different for sure. I think you're right. Unless it's a starter. Even still, I, I get excited when I see a shiny. Like your shiny Trico at GoFest. <laughs> and then I have to like check myself. I'm like, oh, it's like <gasps> shiny. Oh, it's a starlight. Oh. Time to make a joke about it. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but thank you for the email, Mythic. This next one is from Kilted Kiram. Long time listener, first time long emailer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I understand the difficulty for many trainers, including yourselves, in defending gyms for 15,000 hours. Uh, yes, I was complaining about this medal the other day. Here's my story. I live in a semi-rural area, a mile from the nearest Pokestop and two miles from the nearest gym. There are a number of places within easy driving distance that have one, two, or three gyms, and I make the rounds to these places daily to battle, fight solo raids, feed berries, and all those various and sundry gym things. Some of these gyms turn over quickly, but it's not uncommon to keep a Pokemon in a gym for one day or two or even three. I have my Platinum Gym Leader badge and I'm quite close to Platinum for the Berry Master and Battle Girl badges. However, trainer life is not always rosy. For the recent Battle Weekend Challenge, tasks included battle in gym five times and use a super effective charge attack in 10 gym battles. I could not find a gym to battle because my Pokemon were defending all of the nearby gyms. Oh, no. (laughs) I had to drive 30 minutes to the nearest place resembling a downtown area to find gyms that could be battled. Oh, the problems faced by a semi-rural trainer. Sincerely, Kilted Kiram. Okay, I appreciate this email and I appreciate emails like this that kind of like check us at the door for some perspective because Kyle and I have similar playing experiences. While I'm rural, I have plenty of places rather nearby and plenty of spawns here. That's fine. And Kyle has a lot of stops around him if he just like walked outside if he really wanted to. So it's nice to hear this other take on it. So maybe I'll stop complaining about it so much. (laughs) Just... Just because now I feel a little bad. But no, honestly, like. At least I can do something about it, you know, and I'd be kind of interested to hear what team you're on Kilted Kiram. And if you know that there's other players around, how many are there, if any? Also, it's too funny that. You couldn't complete the task because you held all the gyms. It's uh, it's the 
suffering from success meme in real life. Uh-huh. Yeah, it really is. That's funny. But thank you very much for the email, Kilted Kiram. Appreciate it. And the last one that we have before we do voicemails is from Angry Bunny Man. And they said, hello. Sorry for the long email. Angry Bunny Man. <laughs> Outrageously God. long. I think I blacked out. What did I miss? Nothing uh, or, or everything. I'm not entirely oh, sure. No. I don't know. I think we just lost about 30, 30 minutes of missing time. You know? Yep. My goodness. Uh, but yes, we have some voicemails. Thank you, by the way, Angry Bunny Man. That's very funny. Uh, we have some voicemails to go through, and these are all about 200. So here we go. This first one is from Greninja Muffin. Hey, GoCast Chris, Kyle, DeFi, and Fish. This is Greninja Muffin. Uh, I just want to say it was a real pleasure getting to meet Chris and Kyle uh, at GoFest. It was really cool to, you know, being a Seattle resident, see everyone coming to Seattle and see Seattle Center really be this populated um, for a little bit. I just want to say congratulations on 200 episodes. Uh, and I guess thank you, moreover, for 200 episodes. Uh, you guys are always providing really upbeat and positive, uh, but also really informational episodes. Um, and my dad, my mom, and I really enjoy listening to you guys on car rides, road trips, or even just doing trades around the house. Um, yeah, overall, it was really great seeing you guys. And uh, Fish and DeFi, I really hope to meet you guys in person uh, at some point. Best of luck, and may the shiny odds be in your favor. Bye. Okay, well, first of all, it was really nice to meet you, too. Thanks so much for coming up and uh, chatting with us at the Creator Meet and Greets at GoFest Seattle. It was really, really cool. Um, and man, you, you listen to us with your folks in the house and the car. And so that's so cool. Oh my gosh. Kyle mm-hmm. and I literally just smiled when you said that. That's so neat. Yeah. I, it was a pleasure to meet you Greninja muffin at GoFest, as well as everybody else we got to meet. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's really great to hear, especially when families listen together. I think that's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons that we keep our content the way that we keep our content. So it can be enjoyed by, you know, all ages and all types of folks at once. So when we hear that, we're like, yes, it works. Very happy to hear that. Um, but <laughs> let's see if we can arrange a time for all four of the hosts of this show to be together in a setting like that in the future. That would be truly magical. But thank you for the email. Uh, but thank you for the voicemail. This next one is from Nick Bunce. Hi, Chris and Kyle. This is Nick from London. Just calling to say sorry for the long voicemail. Um, been playing Pokemon Go now pretty much since the start, using my little sister out in Australia to get the app way before everyone else in the UK, which was great fun. I've been playing pretty much since. I've even managed to turn this hobby into a side career, meaning I get paid to play Pokemon Go. And, you know, life ain't terrible when you're getting paid to play, paid to play Pokemon Go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's pretty much it. Love the podcast. You guys keep us amused every week. Love hearing from you guys, catching up with you on the Discord, losing to everyone on the leaderboard when that's running. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for the hard work. Happy 200th anniversary. And sorry for the long text message. Cheers. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my gosh. Nick, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Also, I did get some context. The bump in music in the back is from a Zumba class. <laughs> yep so appreciate that 
That's just, you know, I'm sure people were like, what is going on? Is he at a rave right now? Did he step outside to leave a voicemail? No, nah, no, nah, it was a Zumba class. Some serious work going on over there. Uh, but thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Our next voicemail is from Sarah Amanda. Hey, it's Sarah Amanda. So I have a quick story time on how I started listening to GoCast. So I heard somewhere that Fish and DeFi had a PVP corner segment. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'd love to listen to a weekly 15-minute segment of them talking. And I'll just, well, I guess you, it's always backed up. There's just too many things to listen to. So I was like, I don't know if I can really add another episode to this queue, but, well, I can just do 15 minutes. I'll just skip the rest of the episode. So that's what I did first. <laughs> Except then, somehow, I also found out that y'all play Monster Hunter. I was like, oh, we could be Monster Hunter buddies. And, you know, a good Monster Hunter buddy doesn't skip their Monster Buddies podcast section. So after that, I started listening to the whole podcast every week. Except I guess I found y'all a wee bit too late because shortly after then, I think Monster Hunter Rise came out on PC and y'all had moved on to play on PC and not on Switch anymore. So we never actually hunted anything together. Rip. Well, that's my heartwarming story for episode 200. Peace. Sarah Amanda. Oh, that that's great. Okay, that that's for Kyle personally. Kyle, while we both have played Monster Hunter in the past, Kyle feels that camaraderie with other Monster Hunters a little bit more than I do. I do, and I'm I'm so sorry that I I had to make the switch to PC. The switch was switch literally was a temporary <laughs> measure for me because I played World on PC as well. Yeah, we both play World on PC, and then we we both bought Rise on Switch, and we're just like, we're gonna buy this game twice, and we already know it. Like, yeah, and I, <laughs> I did. Don't you worry, I did. <laughs> well, hopefully, maybe we can we can do some hunts uh, back on Switch sometime, Sarah man. If you want to, that'd be fun for us to arrange. So let's figure that out. But um, I'm thankful for Fish and DeFi for bringing great folks like you into the into the fold, so to speak. Um, and, and thank you for looking out for your monster hunter buddies, even though we've never hunted together. Appreciate that. And our last voicemail is from mega blade. Hello, go cast. This is mega blade. Thank you for an absolutely amazing go fest Seattle. It was great hanging out with you, um, both times during the raid tour and during the creator meet and greet. My favorite part was definitely the raid tour, getting to go around um, with the giant group of people. It was so much fun, and I've never had 20 people in a, in a raid every single time I enter. <laughs> it was so fun. Thanks so much, and happy 200th episode. Oh, and by the way, in case you want to take on the challenge, I dare both of you to transfer, or Kyle, to transfer a shiny ghastly to gengar any one of them and then i also dare chris to transfer a shiny slicer to scythor whoa <laughs> thanks so much for an amazing go Megalite. and one last thing a question what would be your if you could put any pokemon and have it have a mega evolution what would it be and also, if you could have any Pokemon have a Gigantamax form, what would it be? Oh, one last thing. Mail sorry the voice long for. Bye. 
<laughs> There's a part two. Hang on before we respond. Okay. All right. So okay. first of all, I got to say, Mega Blade, that a, a shiny Ghastly and a shiny Scyther are not in the same tier because we've had a community day for one they, of them. They, they aren't. I don't know if that's a fair I one. Trans- I, I do I'll it. I'll transfer but- two Weedles if you transfer one Ghastly. Can I trade that up? Is that okay? I mean, I'd do it. I'd yeah, do let, it. Let's do that right now. And people can hear Here, me cry on, on air. Look at where, where's my gas? Th- this oh is my for you, God, buddy. 45. I'm okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Let me go find one. That's really bad. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just roulette, man. Remember it's transfer roulette. That's what, uh, that's what Ken wanted us to do. Oh, okay. Here we go. I got a 45 CP one there. I'm going to transfer it. It's actually probably good. I need to make space. I am transferring Weedle number one. And I am transferring Weedle number two. And, and there, there's right, the shiny right. ghastly. I didn't even get an XL candy for it. Oh no! Oh, if you transfer a shiny, <laughs> it should be guaranteed. What is that? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Oh my gosh. Okay, that hurt. I really have never transferred shinies before. Those are my first two shines I've ever transferred. Wait. Really? Ever? Yeah, yeah. I usually oh, I put okay. them in home, you know, which kind oh, of. Oh well, then this is a historic moment. Kind of, man. Mega Blade. Yep, you're making history here on the show. Uh, but so there was another question. <sighs> Let me wipe the tears from my mm-hmm. eyes. Oh my goodness. Okay, these poor, poor Weedles. Um. So the question was, a Pokemon we want to see a Mega Form for, and which one it would be, and then the same thing, but for Gigantamax. So there's actually like two questions. So let's do a I mega would... form first. All right. That's good. Cause that's what I was going to lead good. with. I'd love to see what mega Aegislash slash looks Ooh, like. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm thinking something like what happens to Alakazam and that it gets like the ring of spoons. It would be like just a halo for a shield and like a ton of swords just like all going everywhere with like arms like tentacles grabbing all of them or something like that yeah i was in my head when you said that i was thinking like what would be the next up from that it would be like what if the sword turned into like a double-ended halberd and the the shield was like a tower shield instead or something like that or it's just like bigger and better yeah yeah. I think what I just described would have been a better Gigantamax, though. So Gigantamax H slash would also be good. Uh, what about for you? Uh, for the Mega, I would really love to see, just because we were talking about it. Actually, no, I'm, I'm going to save that one for my Gigantamax as well, because I think it would look really cool. So for the Mega, instead of what I was going to say, I would love to see in Megas Typhlosion. Uh, because okay. t- I feel like the generation two starters kind of got the short end of the stick when it came to both Gigantamax and mega forms. I don't think anybody would argue otherwise. Um, and my boy deserves better. I love Typhlosion. And I think okay. it would be, okay. I don't know, maybe they could make him make, make Typhlosion look a little bit better than it already does. Like the, the flame crest would be like a full main sort of thing. And it would be more of a fearsome sort of creature instead of like a, like a, like a Weasley sort of looking thing. Um, mm-hmm. I would be super into that. Like maybe like fire eyebrows, like think of endeavor from my hero academia. I would love to see that those sort of effects on a Typhlosion. Yeah. And like the, the flame would have to like just explode outward mm-hmm. from its neck. Not just like the small, like one foot circle. Prominence burn, man. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right. So what about Gigantamax? 
I don't know how it would work, but I'd love to see a Rotom Gigantamax. Okay. Like, I don't know if each form would have a different Gigantamax or if they would all Gigantamax into the same form for simplicity. (laughs) Into a Swiss Army knife. (laughs) Yeah, no, but like, I feel like it would have to turn into like a giant crane or something like that. And I don't know, that that would just be really cool and really kind of in line with Rotom's whole shtick. What if it was like a toolbox and then it opened up and like a thing came out of it for the type of attacks it was doing? So if it was a water move, like a hose would come out. Um, if it- yeah, okay. I can almost, I can literally hear the Gigantamax music in the background as that chest like opens up for that. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I like It'd be that. fun. It would also, it would kind of look like a mimic too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I would love to see a Volcarona, a Gigantamax a la uh, Gigantamax okay. Butterfree. Okay. Yeah. So like the big wings, sort of like the over the overwhelming presence of a big bug in the space, but the heat instead of the particle effects from like stun spores and stuff like that that we've come to know and love from Butterfree. It would be more of the the fire sort of thing. It'd be like, you know, introduce Sunny Day when it comes out and stuff like that. It'd be so cool, I think. But thank you. I've, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna go. Okay. But thank you so very much for the voicemail, Mega Blade, Sarah Amanda, Nick Bunce, and Greninja Muffin. Thank you so much to the four of you for sending in voicemails for this very special episode. We appreciate you all very much. We also have some very special emails for the same occasion, and Kyle's going to start us off. All right, and the first email for that is from Tim Rap, and they said, Chris, Kyle, congrats on episode 200. What an accomplishment. I've been a listener for a little over a year now and have really enjoyed the podcast and becoming part of the GoCast community. Since then, the two of you, along with Fish and DeFi, have really helped me re-engage with the game. I've started participating in Sylph Cups and other limited tournament metas, keeping track of my progress and PRs after longer play sessions, and most importantly, have reached out to my local Pogo community to encourage a few smaller meetups. Yes, that's the best one. Yes. Unfortunately, the latter has been a bit challenging as we work our way out of the pandemic, but even the small wins are still wins. 100%. Baby steps. My favorite highlight thus far was being able to meet you, DeFi, and many others in Minneapolis this past May. That was the first time I had played an entire community day since 2018 and with a dedicated crew of people. It was awesome. And shout out to Mama Climbs and Hisuian Ryan, hashtag beer squad, <laughs> for the hilarious Mirror Maze adventure. You all were integral. You all were an integral part of an amazing weekend. Keep up the fantastic work. Pogo wouldn't be the same without this podcast and the folks surrounding it. Looking forward to another 100 episodes and maybe even some more axe throwing in the future. <laughs> Shiny vibes, Tim Rap. P.S. Sorry for the long email. <laughs> yeah okay uh those three hashtag beer squad the three of you hit it off and we're having a great time during that entire event that was great i the the three of them disappeared for a little bit while we were all all kind of doing our own thing and then i checked our community like uh google photos folder and saw their mirror adventure and i'm like oh yeah that looks like a lot the of mirror fun face. i kind of wish i sorry yeah the mirror maze photos were hilarious they also put in uh, i believe uh hypnos in there and stuff too and did some cool ar photos it was a good time really really funny 
Um, but I think I can speak for both of us when we say that it was also a highlight of ours to meet you in person at the meetup. Thanks for coming out. And yeah, fingers crossed for more axe throwing in the future. We'll have to keep mm-hmm. that in mind when we plan future meetups. <laughs> uh, but thank you for sending in the email. This next one is from Marcelo. Dear Kyle and Chris, also DeFi and Fish, all the best wishes for your slash our 200th episode. As I mentioned on the Discord, I had my first year anniversary of playing Pogo mid of July, but finding your podcast boosted my gaming experience through the roof. I have so much fun listening to you guys, and you opened a whole new world and approach to playing Pokemon Go for me and my girlfriend. Only through you, I learned about PvP, IVs, Sylph, Okay, maybe that's more on the PvP corner part. <laughs> but I also <laughs> found a more than fantastic community to play with, to raid, to battle, to chat about the hobby we all love with. I'm always looking forward for the new episodes because your podcast brings all the important pogo stuff like news, updates, PvP, and community paired with all the fun and humor together better than anything else I have been listening to. Thanks for everything. Looking forward to hearing the next 200 with you. Shiny vibes all, Marcelo. Oh my gosh, that that hit me in a, in a way. I had to restart a couple of times. I'm going to edit that out because uh, I messed <laughs> up reading a couple of times because like, it got me. Um, but the, the line in particular, I had so much fun listening to you guys and you open up a whole new world and approach to playing Pokemon Go for me and my girlfriend. That has been kind of like a sub goal for us for a long period of time. That's mm-hmm. where the goal setting thing came from. We talked about it so much this past weekend because some people were asking about our show and wanting some more information and explaining the caveat about goal setting i don't know about you kyle but for me it's sort of like was a level set for me about like oh yeah we did that for a very particular reason and it has been sort of paying off in dividends for a lot of people when they write in and talk about the show yeah absolutely i think it's definitely one of the things that attracts people and and keeps them coming back and helps them kind of maximize their own enjoyment from go 100 percent and of course, a shout out to our community at large because you're all fantastic. We love raiding with you, battling, chatting, bragging, all that good stuff that comes with the Pogo community, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but thank you so much for the email, Marcelo. Next email is from Oliver, and they said, Hello, Chris and Kyle. It's Oliver here. I hope you are doing well and happy 200th episode. I love the podcast, and I hope you had a good Starly community day as well as a good time at GoFest Seattle. I've been listening since a bit after episode 100 and loved every minute of it. I hope there will be many more to come. Earlier this year, I said I wanted to get to level 33, and on Star League Community Day, I got to 30. I got to level 31, and I only need 470k experience to get to 32. Yay! I also got two shiny Starlies on Community Day. Nice. Sorry for the long email, Oliver. Shiny vibes all. Well, congrats on hitting level 31, and you're a good way into getting to level 32 there. Yeah, I think your goal of hitting 33 is more than achievable this year. I would challenge you. You should try to hit level 34 this year if you can. Yeah, sounds like you're on your way. I mean, if you're doing community days, you're getting multiple shinies and all that sort of stuff, and you have a a goal-setting mindset, I believe in you, Oliver. Sounds like you've made some excellent progress. Thank you so much for writing in. Appreciate it. Our next email is from SG Raider 5. Greetings, Chris, Kyle, Fish, and DeFi. Congratulations to all of you for such an amazing accomplishment. Additionally, thank you for continually putting out incredible Pokemon Go content. Oh, this is bias. <laughs> <laughs> I started listening to GoCast around episode 75, and it feels like yesterday you were celebrating episode 100. To think of how far you guys have come is remarkable. 
I started playing Go in 2016 and it has always been a chance for some me time to go on a walk around my local park. GoCast has had a huge impact on me because I'm listening to you guys while I'm playing. I'm not antisocial by any means, but none of my friends play Go and just listening to the podcast really makes me feel like part of a larger community. Oh, that's the thing. Oh, man, I love that. Oh, I feel that in my bones, man. Uh, GoCast inspired me to attend NAIC in Columbus. And since I live there, I didn't have much of an excuse not to go. I've never attended anything like it, so I was a little anxious. I ended up signing up to do a Pokemon Go Battle League side event. They paired me with seven other trainers for a bracket-style quick tournament to win tickets to turn in for prizes. Using the advice I've heard from Fish and DeFi, I ended up going undefeated through the whole thing. A clean 6-0 sweep. Holy cow. Congratulations. By winning, I ended up getting enough tickets to get a Latias Latios hat. Latias being one of my favorite Pokemon, so I was very excited. Because of that experience, it's now a goal of mine to actually compete in a tournament next time one comes through. So thank you for helping me take another step into being a part of the Pokemon Go community at large. And for memory, I'll never forget. Cheers to 200 and can't wait for episode 300. Signed, SG Raider 5, Dan. Dan, thanks so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you, you kind of hit me in the in the soft spot there with the whole... Uh, making me feel like a larger community thing because that's that's mm-hmm. what I love about that's... podcasting. That's what we love about podcasting. But it also sounds like this is pretty much a love letter for Fish and DeFi getting uh, getting you all ready to succeed in PvP. So shout out to the two of them. I'll have to share this email with them directly because this is the fruits of their labor manifesting. It's really, really yeah. quite cool. Yeah, Fish, Fish and DeFi are going to love to hear that mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Anybody encouraged to do PVP, huge win. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for writing in. We appreciate you and your listenership. And we hope that you uh, have some continued success in PVP in the future. Sounds like you really enjoyed it. Next email is from Zorks. They said, hey, Chris and Kyle, it's crazy to me that you've already that you're already on episode 200. I started listening when I was 13 years old and just gotten back into the game after a period of not playing much. I think you're on episode 95 or so, and I've been listening ever since. On a different note, I got to go to Seattle this weekend. My ticket was for today, Saturday, and it was a great time. This was my first ever in-person event, and it was awesome being able to meet people who I know so much about but have never actually met. I was able to meet you guys at the Noble Trainers booth, and it happened to be right when I hit level 46. Sorry if that was an awkward interaction. I was very excited about the whole day, and I didn't know what to say. Oh no, not at all. We were we were not all, not at we all thrilled. Glad to be there for hitting any milestone. That's it awesome. was historic. Awesome. We were humbled yeah. to be there. Higher level than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I also randomly ran to Mystic Seven and JT Gilly in the park during the intermission period. I walked seventeen miles, caught sixteen hundred Pokemon, and got. 40 shinies. Whoa. Three of those were cowboy hat Snorlax, which I was super happy about. I also got two shiny unknown, which have evaded me since GoFest 2020. Overall, the whole atmosphere of the event was awesome, and I hope I'm able to go to one sometime again. Finally, I'd like to set a couple of goals to achieve by episode 300. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I want to reach level 50. I checked an email I sent in for episode 100, and I was only at 9 million experience. 
Now I'm at 88 million. Woo! So if I keep up the pace, I'll be almost there. I want to reach 10 million Stardust. This shouldn't be too hard as long as I don't spend it too impulsively. Ah, that's the trick right there. It is the trick. I want to get more involved in my local Discord community. Lately, my city has had walking groups go out weekly, which is great for me because I'm not quite old enough to drive. And even if I was, I wouldn't want to play while driving. I think this will help me to find some rating and grinding people that I can talk to during events like community days. I don't email in too much, but today was amazing and 200 is a big milestone. So I felt like I should. I hope you guys had a good go fest. Shiny vibes all zorks. Well, first, it was awesome to meet you at Seattle and be around for hitting a major milestone like level 46. And second, these are some uh, fantastic goals. And I wish you the best of luck, especially on the experience front for level 50. It sounds like you've made incredible progress in the last, uh, would that be two years now? Oh my gosh, a little more than two years. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would agree with Kyle. It sounds like you can definitely hit it by the time we hit episode 300. Um, And boy, howdy, that'll be a a big, hopefully what I'm hoping is that it lines up perfectly so that we can celebrate with you while we're also celebrating the the other milestone. That'd be kind of cool. But I wouldn't be disappointed if you hit 50 before that, because that would just mean that you've, you know, killed it. Like, that's awesome. Great. Also, the fact that you've been listening since you've been 13 is like such a cool thing uh, for me personally, because that's about the age that I was when I was getting into podcasts. So I, I, I love that. So yeah, again, thanks for coming through and sharing your uh, historic moment of hitting level 46 with us. That's really, really rad. And also really cool that you ran into Mystic and Gilly in the park. Um, we had a chance to talk with both of them and they're wonderful to talk to in person. So I'm hoping that you had the same experience and some impressive numbers for your GoFest experience. 40 shinies, Kyle. Yeah, that's 40. Insane. Yeah, that's nutty spaghetti for sure. That's really, really good. Really good. But thank you for the email, Zorks. This next email is from Kelvin. Hey, guys, on the scale of episode one to 200, how are you feeling today? 201? Two, whoa we're almost there we're almost done here so therefore we're at 201 true uh i'm gonna i'm gonna echo kyle because if i say anything else i'll i'll have to explain why and i just can't think of it right now <laughs> yeah first up a massive congratulations on this incredible achievement the big 200 or otherwise known as episode mistrevis i like yeah. that a lot yeah Everyone has been through so much the past couple of years. You've helped me through a lot, and I'm sure you've helped so many others, too. Just having a friendly voice that's always there for you to take your mind off of everything and get lost in the world of Chris (laughs) and Kyle. Uh, Second, I'd like to thank you all for the memories I have from this podcast. I started listening at episode 86, but I must be one of the few that never went back to episode one. I apologize. No, it's, it's quite all right. It's quite all right. We need you to keep a positive opinion of us. Don't go back to episode one. (laughs) Pretty sure I have more friends on Discord than in real life now. So thanks for that, too. If it wasn't for you two, I wouldn't have, one, met Modders and gone to see Arsenal with him. That is such a cool. Uh, I'm so. Such a cool experience. I'm so incredibly jealous of that. I'd love to go see a football game with Modders. That'd be awesome. Uh, Two, received drunk Snapchats from Justin. (laughs) What? Where, how do I sign up for that? I want that. Yeah, experience. wait, hang on. <laughs> Come on. Snapchats. Yeah. 
Three upset dad daily because of my large sticker collection and go and refusing to send him stickers. <laughs> uh, four found out just the average Joe has the same cats as me, but American literally a couple of weeks apart in age. Oh, oh, that's so nice. And five, most importantly, thanks to Kyle, I can no longer just say email. It has to be sung. <laughs> I like I like to point to everybody that Chris didn't quite say just email there either. He no he started. You he can't started email. I can't even <laughs> can't even say it normally. Email. <laughs> email. Nope. It just can't be done. <laughs> it's against the rules here. Them's the rules, Carlo. You guys are the highlight of everyone's week. Never change. Oh, my gosh. Have a good one. Kelv drinks custard. X snap master veteran GBL that one time and resident average player. P.S. Sorry for the long love letter. Never apologize for the length of a love letter. No. <laughs> so thank you so much. And I it's so funny because while we haven't had these particular experiences with these particular people. It's it's like we're hearing like funny stories from friends about other friends. Like mm-hmm. that's the experience. Uh it's it's really cool. But yeah, I mean, I don't even like um, you know, football that much, soccer for us Americans, but I would love to go see an Arsenal game with y'all. That sounds like so much fun. I I'd have to never tell my dad that I saw an Arsenal game matters, so we don't need to talk about that out loud <laughs> cuz I've been a Manchester United fan since basically birth so that's kind of a problem oh my gosh yeah chris you don't just yeah the context is they're rivals and have been i, but I, I anyway. know i know about man U and i know about that the rivalry so <laughs> that's, that's all, about that's all i know though that's all you got okay yeah good. yeah <laughs> but kelvin thank you so much for writing in uh, it means a lot to us that you get so much out of the show and that the community has done so much for you uh they do so much for us so it's great to see and hear from other people as well so thanks. Next emails from Kevin Redbull. They said, congratulations, Chris and Kyle. 200 is an insanely impressive feat for a podcast. I'm honored to have been here for the last over 100 episodes. Woo! Y'all are the best. I continue to look forward to you weekly for years now. I do have a question for you. I do have a question for you both. What's your favorite Pokemon in your inventory? And what's your second favorite as well? You're not allowed to pick two Gengars, Kyle. Mine is probably my Shundo Charizard I hatched from a two-kilometer egg the day after Kanto Day 2021. My second is my oldest perfect Tyranitar, both level 50 best buddy. All right, well, let's answer that real quick first because there's a, there's a little more to the email. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite Pokemon in my inventory is my 98% shiny sorry it's not 90 percent. my 96 percent shiny kyogre it's you know it's level 40 like one or two because i haven't rated many kyogres since go beyond but it represents a, a very memorable moment in go and it's also a very good pokemon but i caught it when i was still very new at least to the whole experience and uh it, it represents a lot there so i'm very very happy for that right there um, and the second one's probably got to be my shiny Gengar with a hat. Just because it has a hat, I don't use it at all, but it has a hat and that's good enough for me. And I love it. Nice. My number one 
favorite Pokemon is my 100% Shadow Arcanine. I think it is one of the coolest catches I have, really, quite honestly. And, of course, my first Hundo Charizard that I named Ardent, uh, who I made uh, into a best buddy as soon as I possibly could, and got it to Mega Level 3 and all that good stuff. I love Ardent because it represents to me um, sort of like, uh, for lack of a better phrase, that the full evolution of my starting point in the Pokemon series and having it in Go, which is, I mean, based on hours alone, the Pokemon game that I've played the most and get the most out of, really, which is weird to say because I love all Pokemon games. Um, but it, it's, it means a lot to me. So... The first, you know what, I'll probably have to, to swap those two around. I see number one would be Ardent, and number two would be just the wicked cool catch of the the Shadundo uh, Arcanine, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but there's a little more to the email here. A question for just Chris as well. How close are you to reaching level 49? I'm about 4 million experience away myself. Tasks completed. I'm giving it the old college try to beat you to level 50. Love you, bud. <laughs> I got some spoilers before Chris can answer. Mm-hmm. He does already have all the experience he needs. Anyways, sure does. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, so I have, I think, seven or eight million past what I need. So again, 20 million until I get my total for 50. The only tasks that I have to finish left is two platinum medals. And I'm getting a little close on a couple of them. So <laughs> this might be a close race, Kevin, or not close at all. If I completely drop the ball, I guess it's on me at this point because uh, I have complete faith that you'll get your experience. <laughs> Sorry for the long email. I appreciate you both and all you do for the Pogo community. Shiny vibes to all and to all a good Poke night. Yours sincerely, Kevin Red Bull, resident grinder. Thank you so much for the email and also the two great questions. I, I did pick one Gengar. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Could have been any of five of them. So <laughs> your gaggle of Gengar, my gaggle of Gengar. What, what is a group of Gengar? I think it's a host. Oh, that's a I think, good I think, one. I think it's a host of Gengar. Yeah. Or what about a rash? A rash of Gengar? No. Because mm, you can't use murder because that's for Murkrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think a host is good. That's a real good one for a ghost Pokemon. Excellent. Uh, but man, with us for over 100 episodes, Kevin. Very cool. Very, very cool. Thanks for hanging out with us for so long. We appreciate you coming along for the ride. It's been a wild one for sure. The next email is from Ted. Hello, Fish, DeFi, Kyle, and Chris. Congrats on such an excellent milestone. I can't imagine the time commitment involved in creating consistently great content. So thank you. And thanks to my fellow patrons for helping keep the digital lights on. Ted, a.k.a. Arkham Patient. I love that. I love the things that people go on to. The keeping Damn. the digital lights on thing is is funny to me. Um, but also, I, I appreciate people calling up Fish and DeFi because, quite honestly, even though they have a separate section in the show, we treat them as equal co-hosts to this entire show because they've brought so many people into our group, our listenership, our, our GoCast family, and they bring such value to the show that we are unable to bring ourselves. So, a big mm-hmm. shout out to the two of them right now. Thank you so much for making this show better. I will tell you as much uh, in person or via Discord message soon. I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> but but yeah. And Ted, thank you so much for for uh, writing in and saying as much. It's it's great. I love it. I've got two things to say. First, 
this is my last opportunity, but thank you, Ted, for putting my name before Chris's. Let's start mm-hmm. off episode 201 with everybody doing that for the email section. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and second, Ted, I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, no. You know what I'm talking oh, no. about. Oh, no. You know what I'm talking about. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for writing in so I didn't have to call you out randomly. <laughs> this whole weekend, I was running Lucky Eggs for like 24 hours out of those 72 hours. <laughs> And you chose to do our friendship at night when I had no lucky eggs going. So I'm looking at you for that 100,000 experience I lost. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. He hey. howled in the moment. He's like, Ted, Ted, no, no, Ted, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too funny. Uh, okay. Uh, so Kyle's upset about it. Ted, I'm grateful. Thank you for doing that. It was a good moment for me personally. <laughs> And before we move on uh, to the end of the show, we had one more email that came in just as we were finishing up recording. Uh, and it's from Trainer Victoria and Dan. And they said, I started playing Pogo when it was first released, but that didn't last long because of the area I was playing and felt the game wasn't built out enough, so I'd return eventually and see how they improved it. I got back into Pokemon by getting a Nintendo Switch Christmas 2019 right before the pandemic and downloaded Pokemon Sword. 400 hours of gameplay and a mere three to four months on top of air quotes working from home, I was clearly hooked once again. Waves of anxiety set in when I remembered I never got my entire collection of cards back from the kid I babysat many years ago as I let him borrow and I'll probably never see them again. July 16th, 2021, I figured I'd give Pokemon Go another shot and was so excited when I learned about Pokemon Home and being able to send my Mon to other games. Exactly one year and 10 days since my fresh start with a new Pogo login, I had my 30th birthday and I'm halfway through level 43. I forced my boyfriend to download it too, and now he's arguably more obsessed with Pogo than I am, although he doesn't have a Switch yet, so time will tell who really is the very best. <laughs> he's far less active on Discord as I am and makes fun of me saying I'm speaking to my Pokemon since there's a ton of guys who are my gamer friends now. When we started listening in, we were hooked. We tried tuning into other podcasts but couldn't get into them. We appreciate your humor and feel as though we know you guys. Thanks for all you do, and we're so glad to be a part of your Discord channel and to laugh along with you all. Never sorry for a long email. Shiny vibes all. Signed, Trainer Victoria and Dan. Well, thank you, Victoria and Dan. Very much appreciated for the message. Uh, and and yeah, I, I mean, it is predominantly uh, male, I suppose, but I just kind of forget about it because we have such a wide variety of people from different backgrounds and um, and ages and it's, it's just, it's neat. It's a melting pot. I've never really thought about it. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's great to hear from both of you and, uh, yeah, getting a significant other into Pokemon go is like kind of, a <laughs> like a, a final move on a boss. <laughs> They're kind of done for after that. I feel like I've just heard so many stories of people being like, yep, it's their fault. that now I'm hooked on this game and <laughs> It's great. Anyway, thank you so much for writing in. Appreciate it. Moving on to our last email, fittingly, from Mitch. He said, hey, Chris and Kyle, congrats on 200. Here's to episode 300. I started listening to you guys in 2020, around episode 50, maybe? Not sure. Uh, That's probably a little early for 2020. I think we were on episode 75 or 80 by the time that rolled around. 
something like, like that. that. Yeah. It remains a positive part of my week when GoCast uploads something on my feed. Let's water this plant and add even more segments. What's up, PvP Corner? Until we're magic carp red in the face. Yeah. Never stop. We appreciate you. And of course, shiny vibes all. Cook's gravy. Resident super player, Harry. Uh, shrimp gang. Hashtag shrimp gang. Hashtag right? shrimp that's, gang. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think while we're also giving people shout outs and thank you uh, and thank yous for the culture they've brought to the show. Shiny Vibes is, if people have lost sight of it, it is a, a Mitch creation um, and it has permeated our community at large. So, Mitch, thank you so much. I believe that I use shiny sparkle emojis on a lot of things now because of this. You have literally changed the way that I interact with people online. So, yeah. Mitch, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The shiny vibes is is all Mitch. And I'm so glad that, that Mitch had contributed that. And for all the times that he's been on the show and also all the events we've had with him in person. So, yeah, very it, much appreciated. It's been wonderful. And uh, I, I thought I couldn't think of a better way to end the email section as uh, before Mitch got real, really busy and was uh, traveling abroad, uh, unable to consistently send emails. His regular spot was the caboose of our email section. So it makes all the sense in the world to end our episode 200 emails with you, Mitch. Thanks again for writing in. And thank you to everybody that wrote in, sent messages, sent voicemails, even messages on Discord that aren't, you know, weren't for the show or anything like that. On Twitter, all over the place, people have been just as excited for this as we are, and, and we feel very blessed. So thank you so, so much, everybody, for your support and everything. Uh, we, we love you. We really do. And thank you for loving what we do in return. All right, so it's a little bit of a weird transition, but if you want to send in an email just like all these fine folks did, it's a high bar now. You can by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also visit our website for, uh, oh, you can also send us a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717. You can also visit our website for all things GoCast Podcast. That's www.gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, not our only, but might as well be in any day now. I'm probably just going to pull the trigger and delete the Facebook at this point in time. I just can't stand anymore. Twitter's the way to go at GoCast Podcast. <laughs> and if you'd like to help support the show monetarily and get some cool things out of it, such as being part of our Discord, you can by going to Patreon. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, followed by dot com forward slash GoCast Podcast. And a shout out to our Elite Trainer tier patrons. Bo, Daniel, Andrew, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Ted, Tish, Ben, Marvin, and Mimi, Sports, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Moders, Lee, William, Brendan, Ethan, and a new one, Steven. Thank you so much for your increased confidence in what we do and for helping us keep the digital lights on. But if monetary support is not possibility for you and you'd like to help support the show anyway, or if you already have supported the show and you're looking for another way to do so, you can by leaving us a review where reviews can be left such as Spotify on the mobile app, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts. They have a great infrastructure for it. You know what I'm talking about. You know what to look for. But that brings us to the end of the show, Mr. Kyle. We've got to set some goals. And then we're we're out of here. Well, we're out of here. And then there's the, the outtake reel from the last 100 episodes, plus some PvP <laughs> corner outtakes mixed in there as well. Very excited for people to hear that. But first things first. It's not mm -hmm. a GoCast episode, even when it's a huge milestone like this. 
It's not an episode unless we set some goals. So we've got the Hisuian event around the corner starting literally tomorrow morning. What would you like to accomplish this week, Kyle? All right. So first things first, I'm going to get the seven snapshots in a row for my Pokemon done. Nice. I'm at one right now. So I got to be perfect. You are perfect. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh, You know, some will debate that, I suppose. Yeah, I'll fight them. I'll fight them. (laughs) I want to get all the new dex entries for the Hisuian stuff. That's going to be, you know, hatching eggs, catching Pokemon, all that stuff. Mm hmm. And I want to try for one shiny Hisuian Braviary. Hopefully I can get lucky. Awesome. Anything else? Uh, Yeah. Take care of some inventory management after GoFest. I'm at 5,900 out of 61. I got to I gotta take care of this. All right. Anything else, sir? Nope. I think that's it. Okay. I've got seven snapshots in a row done. All dex entries for the new thing. It'll make sense when we get there. And we say that one shiny Hisuian Braviary and clean out Pokemon. Yep. All right. Sounds good for myself. I want to do 50 eggs, all dex entries, five shiny Hisuian Braviary at the very least. And I would like to have proof of doing my uh, daily adventure incense every single day before we record next. Uh, that's right. I, let's Let's add doing it three times for me. Because I don't know how I'll feel doing it before work right now. Okay, sure thing. I'll add that. All right, great. So uh, we've got a a handful of goals. It's kind of exciting. We've got some new things to play with. This adventure incense is pretty sick. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Well, that's the end of episode 200. Please stick around after the music ends. We'll have the outtake reel and it'll be uh, it'll be a good time. And we'll see you in episode 201. Thanks so much for sticking around. And just a little tease for everybody that got here to the end of the episode. Uh, We did make some great connections at Pokemon Go Fest and lots of interest in interviews and stuff. So we're very excited for the sort of things that we're able to produce coming down the pipe. And we're excited to share it with you. So get hype because we certainly are. All right. Until next time, Shiny Vibes, have fun with the new Hisuian Pokemon. Catch all them and... Catch everything. Do the thing. You know? All that. (laughs) Okay, get out of here, you rascals. Bye. Bye. Ah, to lounge virtually is the pinnacle no, 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 of luxury. No, no, no. You gotta, you gotta draw that. Ah, man, oh, you're relaxed. Okay, fine. <laughs> ah, to lounge. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works with the ghost before it though. That's true. That's true. Okay. Alrighty, sorry about that. <laughs> It's head and abdomen. Abd- abdomen. <laughs> abdomen. Abdom, yeah. That sounds good. Uh, 
before we get started here, shut. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? We good? I sure am. Deep yes. breath. Okay, let me, let me get a bit better. It's a bad choice. <laughs> <coughs> 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 you got some water? Yeah, you're trying to sabotage me, brother. I oh, you can do better than that. Come on. What? You can you can, you got to deliver that. You got to deliver. <laughs> oh. Deliver that like a bouncing baby boy. <laughs> well, I I don't know if I can do that. Okay, we're not qualified to give birth, (laughs) sure, but... but (laughs) Okay, okay, I'll do it again. My biggest goal is to not put any money into Pokemon Go until next year, minimum. I tend to put around 50 to 100 pounds in every month. Every month? (laughs) Every month. Some Pokemon will be more difficult to find depending on the season, so catch them. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) So catch them while you can. Thursday, December 23rd to Friday. 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 (laughs) Oops. Sorry. You okay? Did the gavel come down? Are we done? (laughs) (laughs) I, my hand knocked my phone as I was bringing it up from under the desk where it was sitting. Broke it clean the, in half. <laughs> to scroll the screen. Oh, gotcha. 7717, or you can send this an email to mail at goke. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of mail day E. What? Yeah. Mail of E. I I got it, but oh, did you you, you were like ready to go? You're like, did 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 the starter pistol go off yet? I can't tell. No, I'm just like that's I can't, so, your joke I can't, is so uh, bad. It, oh, that's it true. made me second. That comes with the territory, man. We've been working together for a long time now. How do you not know this? Uh, okay. <laughs> Can I tell you something funny? What? So if you watch, there's a, there's a new game show that Guy Fieri made where he, they, they run around the grocery store that he made just for the show, basically. And they, like, make challenge things. Okay. And he has a timer for them to run around their carts and grab their stuff. He does a 3-2-1 countdown before they can run off and the timer starts. Yeah. And he makes a point every single episode to hide the three, two, one count in some statements instead of actually just saying it. Okay. And so some people will get it and they'll run. And other people will just stand there like, I don't, when did he say it? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I aspire to be like that. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'd seen something about that show in passing. That sounds Guy Fieri is just a gift, okay. man. I'm going to say emails and you can just take it from there and you can choose okay. what you want to keep. <laughs> let me just reintroduce it i'll get rid of that was kind of obnoxious oh right? okay okay fine um hard cut take a break okay i was gonna say like i don't know if you want to continue gear up or does everybody need a break <laughs> in an hour uh, I mean, we can we can take a quick break i think it's it's, it's okay yeah i i could i could tinkle let's do it <laughs> okay <laughs> i can do that too chris all right. <laughs> Ooh, show off. Show off. <laughs> five minutes. Let's be back right. in five minutes at the most. So All right. So Tauros is a quadrupedal bovine Pokemon. 
it's Sorry, covered... we call them prawns in the States? It's covered in Sorry, I'm so sorry. I thought you were still breathing. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry it's, about that. It's Continue. so fun making DeFi break. Well, it says consider changing to, I suppose. Maybe that's it's not actually... Uh, that's yeah. very weird. Okay. Definition. Like, I, I know regret. it's a word. It's a, it's a word. That's how you spell it? R-U-E? Mm-hmm. Okay, well... It's in Merriam-Webster as well, and Dictionary.com. I, mean, I mean, I know it exists. I know it's a word. I just didn't... Cambridge English Dictionary, Collins English Dictionary, Vocabulary.com, Lexico.com, YourDictionary.com, <laughs> TheFreeDictionary.com, right. Macmill MacmillanDictionary.com, <laughs> OxfordLearnersDictionaries.com. Related searches. You want more of those? No. We need it. we got to keep going. Rue cinnamon, rue plant meaning, rue meaning in Hindi, rue the day, rue definition French, rue definition food, rue in a sentence. All right, let's keep going. Did you like Great. get my like throat sound at the end of that? No, I I didn't really. Did I you? Um, so. Oh my did god, it was so loud to me. Did you okay. vocal fry or did you like gulp or something? No, it like air like I like took a sip of beer and like air came up and it like gurgled. <laughs> I don't know. It's called a burp. This next one's from Joe. Cryo, what's happening? Yo, it's just the average show checking in again. I really got to start writing this stuff down because I totally remembered the point that I tried to make in the last episode or last last call. Oh man, long day at work. You guys know how it is. Um, the two-parter. This one's to the educators and to the educator. Screw this. Just use the first thing. Oh no, I just dropped my keys and now I can't find them. They fell into the bushes. Guys, this is not good. Good luck. And so they asked me. That, 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 apparently it's just that time of the night. When is this happening? From Thursday, April 29th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, May... T May Tooth? May Tooth. <laughs> In addition, Medja Piggy... Medja. Medja. <laughs> Medja Piggy Yacht... <laughs> Med my mel hmm. my it's not meltan no metal 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 oh <laughs> took me a minute you said my no <laughs> no <laughs> no Kristen. sorry no metal huh keep that um <laughs> keep that as an outtake okay I think that's I think that's it, and then it's time for the news section. Is it okay with with y'all? Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. It's the so first weird up, not we... hearing the sting. Sorry, <laughs> it's so weird not hearing oh, the, the pokeball sting. Yeah. 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 The, the ear splitting pokeball sound. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so. Kyle, I swear to God. But no, okay, I'm gonna do it again no, now. What, what, you, what, what are you gonna do? What do you want to say? Never. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's no, okay. no, I want to hear from no. Kyle. No, it's okay. 
got to keep everyone guessing. Don't leave me. Don't leave us hanging. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, All right. (laughs) So now we got to set some goals for next week. Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. Shut up, Siri. When is this happening? Oh, Tuesday. I, I, oh. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I've just been silently losing it over. <laughs> Y'all, we need to take a break after the spatter really bathroom and you're making it worse. <laughs> okay. Have you ever had any bathroom accidents on recording? <laughs> no, but we've had to take breaks. Oh yeah. Need oh one yeah. After this. Okay. 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 Well, we can, we can do it now. Or you want to wrap up the news first? Let's wrap up the news. First. Okay. All right. All right. He's, he's what's his name from My Hero Academia? Sugar yeah, Rush. Uh, Sugar Rush is. I, I think his know. name is something else. I thought it was different now. No, I mean, I mean, that's his hero name. His hero name is Sugar Rush. It's Sugar Man. Sugar Man. What? It's that's Sugar Man. Did they change it? It, it definitely used to be Sugar Rush. It's true. I see that. Oh, no. Sugar Rush is the name of the quirk. Oh. But he's known, as, he's known as Sugar Man. That's a, why do so many of the people have terrible hero names? My God. I started watching the most recent season, and Asui says, get over here, Sugar Man. And I thought she was, like, calling him a name. But that's actually his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, there, there was another one that happened in our social call, I think. I can't remember exactly. What oh, was, that's not something said. I'm repeating on the show. <laughs> oh, so fun. Team Sticky. <laughs> As we all giggle privately. Oh, all right. And that one has Dragon Tail as fast move, is that right? Or, uh, or waterfall, I think. It can have dragon tail or waterfall. <laughs> it's waterfall, dragon tail, and then it's for charge move, surf, blizzard, and hyper beam. All right. Okay. I just wanted to know. That's for you. That's for you to edit and me to not know about. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. That's the deal. He's really. Uh, I've got a second Kyle on my hands. This is really great. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, dude. That's your problem. <laughs> yep, hey, man. I don't know what that is, so. Um, time out. Uh, can I say the birds and Mewtwo again, or should I go with something else? You should go with something else. I should go with something else. Yeah. You could okay. say that you're looking forward to yeah. them, too, but I'm making yeah, you that's something that's else. I'm making you. <laughs> My podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Time back in. Commentary on the mentality and psychology of a Pokemon. Go- oh my god, dude, we're not recording in Zencaster. <laughs> no, Chris! 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 <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about it. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to fight for your right to flirt. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Well, wrap me up in some leaves and call me a <laughs> Can you even <laughs> It's good. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, we can do it again. You want to pick it up from your line? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yours is fine. I just okay. was trying not to laugh, and then I just started, and I was like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs>